Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Clip, what's up? It's Bryce. I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All righty. Welcome in to a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here. The college football season has come to an end, and now we look ahead to 2024. A lot of topics to talk about on today's edition of Pirate Radio Live on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 125930 online, PR927FM.com, and be a part of the show. We are on Facebook Live and YouTube. You can find us on Pirate Radio TV. Subscribe, like, and drop your question or comment as we will talk about Michigan winning the college football playoff national championship last night against the Washington Huskies and a lot of other topics as well with Coach Mack, Mac McCarthy, who joins us here in hour number one. We'll talk college football some college hoops saw a uh, brad keselowski tweet today that i'm gonna ask coach mack about uh he loves those nascar gimmicks and i, I saw a gimmick related tweet and i'll ask uh, <laughs> coach mack how he feels about it today here on the show hour two the mully man will join us his green bay packers getting ready for dallas coming up this sunday wild card weekend in the nfl playoffs you can hear it right here on pirate radio so we'll talk nfl playoffs and more with mully hour three bryce williams will join us in his normal tuesday time slot and jeff palumbo ecu assistant baseball coach we'll talk some pirate baseball as we are a month away from getting the season underway east carolina welcoming in rider to begin the 2024 campaign so four guests to get to we got shirley Rhodes here we got chan we've got intern alex the current long snapper alex harper here again today and as i mentioned matt mccarthy is here at the big table hello coach mac two weeks in a row uh, we see if we can keep that streak going yes sir and uh heard you talking to Ellery a moment ago no games for you this week no games only week all year i don't have games and uh conference season getting cranked up we'll take a look at the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by dub buck and let you know what games uh, are coming up tonight and this week east carolina back in action uh coming up wednesday night on the road at temple coming off a win over tulsa are the pirates they'll try to win their first road conference game wednesday night the women are home wednesday night at six o'clock so big uh, wednesday night for basketball coming up today we'll talk about some football coach mac michigan old khaki pants although you pointed out he's turned into old blue pants i think he i think he hurt us he got tired of the khakis he's on to the blue and go blue michigan wins the championship last night uh pretty much like they've done it all year a little smash mouth good defense and uh and man a lot of running the football especially early on washington to take a lead 
you know, we talked all year, you know, how good is Michigan? They're not playing anybody. They really had a, a one-game season, two-game season, I guess, maybe. Penn State and Ohio State, that was it. Uh, and then, of course, it, it, there was no contest in the championship game. And then, of course, the, they beat Alabama in the semifinals and won the whole thing last night. And uh, I guess they've answered in the affirmative that they are a pretty good football team. And, uh, you know, all the doubters all along. And, of course, such a strange year where you don't have a head coach for six of, of your regular season games that's uh, you know that certainly that's never happened before um and and then it, it begs so many questions but one of them is uh with the number one and number two seeds playing did the college football playoff committee get that part right nah <laughs> i still want to see georgia michigan next week georgia michigan see what would happen um and and man, something really irks me. I hate the the conference stuff and propping up conferences because a team from that conference wins. But I saw a you know oh everybody talked about how good the Pac-12 was. Were they really that good? Washington and I'm I'm not going to prop up the Big Ten and I'm not going to throw stones at the Pac-12 just because of last night's results. No, I, and you, and you shouldn't. And, and that was I mean that was a competitive game. You know a, yeah. uh, you know a play here and a play there. That game could certainly have gone the other way. Um, you know, the running back being hurt for Washington certainly hurt. And, of course, Penix didn't have his best game. Did he Did he not have his best game just because he didn't have his best game? Or or did Michigan have something to do with that? I, I don't necessarily know the answer to that. But we do know last night Michigan was the better football team. And, and that's really all that counts. 40 rushing yards for Washington. Michigan had 174, I believe, in the first quarter of the game, finishing with over 300 rushing yards. They had two 100-yard rushers. J.J. McCarthy and goes 10 of 18 for 140 yards, and they win by 21 points. Isn't that crazy? Man. In this day and age where you throw it all over the yard and uh, and and you throw it 30, 40 times regularly, uh, he throws it 18. And, uh, of course, he had some games where he didn't even throw a pass in the second half, yeah. I think, against, against Penn State. Certainly not in the fourth quarter they didn't throw a pass. I'm not sure they threw one in the whole second half against Penn State. But, but yeah, they did it differently. And, uh, I, I you know, I'm no Michigan fan, but certainly not a fan of Harbaugh. But you have to kind of appreciate the fact that they did it differently. Yeah, and I don't like to get into – I like to enjoy college football. Sometimes it kind of annoys me when we're watching games and people start talking about draft stock and stuff like that. I kind of just want to yeah, enjoy cares? them while they're in college. Yeah, but who cares? There's a lot of talk about Penix and – Oh, man, he was a surefire top five uh, yesterday at this time. And now, after last night, well, he might drop to the second round. I don't know what he's going to be uh, in the NFL. I don't know what the order is going to be. It still looks like, to me, Caleb Williams will be the, the first quarterback taken. But Drake Mays up there. What do you do with Jaden Daniels? Uh, you've got uh, McCarthy. Is he a, a first-round quarterback? I, I don't know. Uh, but what do you think about Penix long-term? Like, you think we'll be hearing about him for for years and years in the NFL? I do. Uh, and, and, of course, I, I don't have any clue. But, <laughs> right. uh, you know, just the way he threw the ball so accurate all year. And uh, it's a shame he didn't throw it like that last night from a Washington perspective. But, uh, yeah, I think I think he is a special guy and I think he has a special talent. And I, I think it will I think it will translate well to the NFL. I'll, I'll be surprised if it doesn't. And, and I don't get the McCarthy talk to the NFL at all. You know, I, And I know he didn't have to do those things for Michigan to win uh, but 
uh, I, I never even necessarily saw that he had the ability to do those things. He threw the ball pretty well on the run. He's never a drop back passer uh, that you know that I saw uh, for Michigan in the times that I saw him. Um, and he did what the team needed to win. He was a great leader and made big plays and made a couple of huge plays with his legs last night. Uh, made an incredible catch against Alabama on that crazy uh, you know flea flicker kind of play. Uh, showed some athleticism, uh, but uh, but. I you know, I, they're talking about him being the the fifth quarterback taken, or fourth, or sixth, or whatever. I you know, I hadn't seen anything like that. And you're a guy with the same last name. Yeah, yeah, I so should you, like him. Uh, you should, you should see if you're related to him, just in case he does get drafted high. <laughs> I'll definitely claim him if there, they take him high. There you go. Let's uh, check in with the Chad gang real quick. Pike is here. What's up, Pike? He said, "I'm sorry, Coach missed the fruit cake yesterday." Uh, we got some uh, Southern Supreme nutty fruitcake and how was it it was uh the best fruitcake i've ever had because it's the first fruitcake i've ever had it was all right it was it was it was good how in the hell is it the first fruitcake you ever had? i'm not a fruitcake guy i understand first of all I mean, I'm, to, by accident by accident you'd have thought you know in your in your 29 years here on earth that you would have uh stumbled across a fruitcake well no I, i'm not 89 years old like you i think fruitcake went out damn <laughs> It's fruitcake, and, and, and yet people think we're similar age. It's, <laughs> is fruitcake still a thing? Like, I guess so. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is. It's, it's just a, never a, been a part of our. Yeah, deal. Uh, it really hadn't been part of mine either. But that doesn't mean I haven't uh, had to sample it on on occasion. I just. Uh, I'm I, not a fan at all. I, I want some you know. dressing balls. Is what I want. Yes, and, and next year you'll have those. <laughs> um assuming that at 89 i'm around next year (laughs) pike said also the good thing about the uh the fruitcake he dropped off no drive-through required so yes good man he's a good man uh jamie i will get back to your racing question uh later on this hour austin said probably an unpopular opinion but i could not have been less interested in the game last night went to sleep in the third quarter Uh, i did turn into a punt fest for a while there in the second half and not much was going on. It was exciting early, and then it it got a little exciting late, especially if you're a Michigan fan. Yeah, I, I don't know. But how it, it was not, tight. I mean, if you're a college football fan, though, I, I don't know how you're not excited about it. Uh, you know, and, and I know a lot of people who were more excited about it than usual because it wasn't wasn't the SEC involved, and it wasn't the you know when you look at the map of of where people have been that won the thing. If it goes from Tuscaloosa to to Athens to Clemson, uh, they're the only folks that have won it in a long time. Those those three places, and uh, you know, I thought it was nice to stretch that map out a little bit. Ryan said the game had potential to be good. Lackluster is the best word to describe it. Yeah, I, you can't put lipstick on the pig, I guess. I don't know. Jamie said, interested to see how well Washington does next year without Penix. Um, Coach uh, has had him for three or four years now. Yeah, they've got Rodgers coming in from Mississippi State, who was the all-time leading passer at Mississippi State. Of course, those numbers are inflated with the, yeah. the leech factor, I think. Uh, Steve is in. Said nobody said Penix was top five other than Caden. Caden Norman uh, is struggling today. We need to check on him. He had a future on Washington. He had Washington money line and he had Washington alternate line. He lost. And it all came crashing down for the uh, former Pirate quarterback last night. Um, Jamie says, I don't know if there's ever been a better player with as many serious injuries as Penix in college. Hmm. Nobody comes to mind. Don't know. Um, Eric says, today's show's off to a great start. I'm blown away 
he's making a wind joke he said this wind ain't playing it's disrespecting my patio furniture <laughs> it's disrespecting everything outside right now <laughs> steve says ecu's defense is greater than washington's defense hmm. all right so uh yeah you got a question comment on the game uh, I got a, a question about your opening statement. You were talking about the final game of the season, right? Yeah. Okay. Is part of the allure of college football the fact that it only lasts five months and it's the shortest sport that we watch? Uh, the the length of time of the season doesn't make me like it more. Is that what you're asking? Does it make you anticipate it more and, and look forward to it more? Certainly. So that that probably does affect your how much you enjoy it when it's here, right? Maybe so. Um, well, it's football though, because even the NFL, the games are so important every week. Whereas if you're a Hornets or a Hurricanes fan or a Braves fan, you can skip a week and a half and still catch up because you know if your yeah. team lost a couple times but that's but that's the change. question is 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 the is the brevity of it part of its part of its uh, uniqueness and part of why it's so popular mm, no okay <laughs> i don't know i i, I mean it's popular I, I mean, yeah that's that's an opinion it's popular because it's football <clears throat> if i mean if it was longer we'd all be happier in fact next year it will be longer yeah, we'll be and uh, I want to talk about that in a moment. Um, anything else on last night before we move on, Coach? Well, I mean, it leads to a lot. It still leads to a lot of questions. Like, I mean, the number one thing coming out of last night, besides Michigan is the national champion, and uh, and it's not an SEC school, is uh, did we see Harbaugh coach's last college football game? Everybody I asked yesterday said <clears throat> yes to that question. Um. I guess I'm. Did gonna, they say yes, win or lose? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. And maybe it's uh, it's got something to do with you know he didn't coach what eight games this year or whatever six six yeah. what three and three yeah Is that what it was. Um, and now that he wins, that that makes it easier to leave, right? Oh, I would think so. Yeah, I would think so. And I think uh, a couple investigations hanging over his head yeah. probably make it easier to leave too yeah so i i would not be shocked uh we've got another head coach opening in the nfl chad where are you at you told me yesterday mike vrabel ain't going nowhere well he's going somewhere he don't have to go home but he's got to get the hell out of uh nissan stadium or whatever they call it now uh because mike vrabel fired by the titans is that an attractive job yeah yeah, you know, you know, they played in Memphis for a year, right? <laughs> <laughs> I learned that on the show, and we're gonna teach you something else today, folks. Tune in, something uh, Coach Mack and I were discussing and doing uh, Wikipedia research on earlier before the show started. Uh, for you, for the folks listening, and they may already know this, but uh, Clip is like a world class Googler. Oh yeah, well. That, I'm fine just kind of talking about something, but if you want to know the answer, we should we can look it up. We have the resources now. Do you miss the days where you could always be right because nobody would look it up? No, I don't miss those days. (laughs) No, not at all, not at all. Those days deteriorated into loudest wins, and I and I'm not a fan of that. (laughs) Um, Russ, I'm not Stephen A. Smith or woody whatever i i'm i'm not into that i'm with you right there um 
Russ says, does Cy Seymour think Harbaugh is a good coach? I'm sure he does. Cy Seymour thought Ron Rivera was a good coach. Cy even liked me. (laughs) Cy thinks Matt McCarthy. (laughs) Ah, good stuff. All right. uh, Austin says, Kirby Smart to the Falcons. Now, that would shock me. Yeah, that would shock me. That would shock me. Yeah. I think Kirby uh, is ready to get back to the playoffs. Plus, plus he's got a better team. Will you be less? Of course, he's got a higher payroll. (laughs) Will you be less excited about the college football season now that it's going to 12? As far as the regular season? No, not really. Yeah. Even though I think there is a downside to it, uh, I'm, 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 you know, I even heard a guy talk about going back to the BCS on a national show today, which I thought was very exciting. But, uh, but no, it. I mean, it, it will give more team. It, it'll make more games be interesting in November than than ever before. Right. Even though it will take away from the importance of some of the games during the regular season. Yeah, that's true. Um, maybe take some importance out early but definitely add late where teams are you jockeying think, you, for position you think of the teams that it makes their job much better now you know who you like the number one team that comes to mind that will benefit from the 12 team playoff penn state yeah they would have been in every single playoff they're and on they, the outside and they ne- looking in and they never made any college football playoff when it was four that's a great point i guess that's why you keep james franklin because if you go 10 and 2 next year you're, you're in, in the playoff yeah and then you can lose to one of those guys again in the playoff <laughs> uh no that's a good point and you've got this is this is crazy i was looking at the uh we're talking about the way too early top 25s oh jesus so i just took a gander at it um and your guy your guy the boomer guy I mean, he, he is a complete lunatic I told yes, exactly. Thank He's you. a complete lunatic. Yes, please do not send me any big boomer material. Um, so uh, there's an ESPN one, there's a CBS one. How about the CBS one, uh, Coach Mag? You know who the highest rated ACC team is heading into next year. The NC highest? State. Uh, no, that would be SMU. No, way. <laughs> they got SMU at 18. See, that's just that's just rude. Florida State at 19, and then Clemson, NC State, uh, Louisville behind them. That's rude. Uh, at that, so when I first looked at it at the ESPN, when I was like, oh wow, SMU top 25, interesting. And I I read a little bit, and Pirate fans probably enjoyed that. How so? I mean, you know, uh, basically a, a, an American conference team, and and they're they're ranked ahead of everybody in the <laughs> ACC. I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that was big on the message board. Pretty shocking to see. Uh, that oh, it doesn't make any sense either, and, and it, yeah, and it doesn't matter, and it, and it has no credibility whatsoever. Sure, uh, but just still very, uh, very, very odd to see. Jamie says Alabama will now permanently be in uh, the 12 team playoff. You know, again, we've had this discussion. Do you remember Ray Perkins? Do you remember Mike Shula? Do you remember Mike Price? Yes. Do you remember Dennis Francione? Yes, that's the name. They all coasted Alabama, and none of them ever did squat. Right. You should say as long as Saban is still around. Yeah. Because it's good. Please. Has there ever been forever in the in the playoff oh come on man well first of all this uh 12 team thing is only going to last like two years well for sure it's only two years and then they're going to break off and it's just going to be the sec tournament yes (laughs) basketball it could be um but is uh saban's run the longest run in college football oh at that level uh 
it could be can you think of any others it could be. I, I mean bobby bowden in the top five for 10 consecutive years is better than saban's except for the national championships uh but for as far as consistency of excellence i'd say the bowden thing it was top close. five 10 consecutive years yeah wow yeah, yeah. And, and nebraska had a similar type <clears> run <throat> no, miami had a, a sort of that but yeah I'd not say, as long. i'd say it is yeah yeah i'd say it is it, it is the, the dynasty but i do remember uh like you were saying coach when alabama struggled and can you imagine a message board back in the day they didn't have them back in the day can you imagine saban lost his first game to louisiana monroe at home oh they had, yeah they had boards <laughs> in i bet we could find some stuff no they didn't have a this saban guy yet. stinks yeah i was like 2007 or 8 or what year was that something like that yeah, yeah uh no that's a that's a good recall there losing to monroe this guy ain't gonna get it done fire him i wonder what the fifth quarter show was like after that <laughs> all right let's uh take a break we'll come back and uh have more with mac mccarthy do you have more questions for me oh i got lots of questions okay. we've talked sports for 20 minutes at uh, purpose ridiculous yes we'll straighten that stuff out <laughs> uh we'll have questions from coach mac we'll have your questions for coach mac and more when we return Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Shirley Rhodes, Sean, and uh, we got intern Alex running the show on the video side of things. Mag McCarthy here in the Pirate Radio studios. Jamie says, even if Nick Saban retires tomorrow, the NIL has changed things up. They can buy great teams and coaches. A lot of teams can. I think if they continue yeah, on... You still have to have somebody in... I mean, you, you don't give money if, you, if you're if you not positive that they're going to be good. And, you know, you, you might for a little bit, but that, that excellence, that's going to be hard to sustain. I don't give a darn who gets the job. Everything is cyclical. Uh, Alabama had a... Well, they had Bear Bryant, but they had... Who'd they have after that? Ray Perkins. Her, who uh, the only guy that won after him was Stallings? Stall, Gene Stallings. Yes, and so they have gone. Yeah, they've they've gone good, really good, to mediocre to bad to good to to bad to great to yeah dynasty. 
Everything is cyclical, Jamie. Just because you're witnessing Georgia went it right 40 now. years. Georgia now is. I mean, we're going to pick them every year to, yeah. to win the thing. But they, they went 40 years without winning it. I mean, Clemson. Do you do you remember that, folks? And and some people are too young to remember that. <laughs> uh, not everybody's 89. <laughs> not everybody can be a, a spry 89 like Matt McCarthy. Uh, all right, Coach Max. Something I did want to ask you about. Did you see the uh, the Saints Falcons situation from over the weekend? I did. Okay, so there's three parts to this. There's the running up the score topic. There's the players going rogue and going against coaches' orders and then doing what they did. And there's the coach afterwards admitting everything that happened and kind of not throwing his players under the bus, but basically telling the truth. He didn't throw the players under the bus. He threw himself under the bus that he doesn't have control of the football team. So I want to get into all of those topics with you because we can easily make this a basketball thing where you're running out the clock. You're talking to the guys during a timeout. And you're like, all right, run out the clock. You got to walk on in. The guys, after they meet with you, get together and say, hey, we got to get Jimmy a bucket here. Jimmy hadn't scored. So he jacks up a three. And then you're the one that has to apologize to the other coach after the game. I guess what I want to ask you is the, and you kind of gave your thoughts on it there. Um, what did you think of Dennis Allen's comments afterwards saying this was a player deal? I told him not to do that. Should he have said all that or should he have just kind of bypassed it? Or what do you think? Uh, I think the transparency was good on his part. The, the bad on his part was the fact that he doesn't have control of the football team and and, the, and that they chose to not listen to him, uh, assuming that it wasn't just something that was understood, that he gave them a direct mandate yeah. not to score. I had a guy shoot a three one time when we were up 50 or whatever it was. And, uh, um, you know, I, I didn't have control over him, but I certainly did from that point forward. Yeah, so did you have to uh, apologize? What did the opposing coach say? Anything? Well, he was a good friend. He, he yeah. was he was already in shock. He was so far behind. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say to the player? Uh, we can't talk like that on here. <laughs> well, you did on the broadcast on the on the on the game watching thing, but, but no, we can't talk like that. Uh, so yeah, and I guess Dennis Allen is going to return as coach and. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm I'm a little concerned about that, but uh, you know, I didn't pay enough attention to how they actually did during the year to know whether he deserved a return. But that was that was problematic for sure. So you do believe in the uh, the unwritten rules, though, that you don't. No, you don't run up the score, and 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 I've run up the score myself in in the course of time three times in my whole life, and they were all in retribution for for uh, some uh, malfeasance on the opponent's part. <laughs> I like that. Uh, what a coach you didn't like or something or uh, either something they did or someone i didn't like yes okay. but mo- mainly it was a, it was the direct i mean one team ran something up on us so we took advantage of that when we had the opportunity one team celebrated a little bit too much and they bypassed the post-game handshake um and then one um you know just i didn't like I bet that fires up a team though when they know that you're pissed off. Oh no question! I bet no, they get no question. Up by that. No, they were all in. And <laughs> <laughs> fortunately, at Chattanooga, we were good enough to do those kind of things. But even so, even if uh, little Jimmy wants to get a bucket before he mm. leaves school, no, still don't fire it up. No, I'm sorry. All right, there you go. You're a walk on for a reason, Jimmy. But if you cross Mac McCarthy, 
He will run it. He will spur your on your ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> Style points, baby. All right, fair enough, Coach. Uh, let's see. Wanted to ask you. I got that, and I got racing. Uh, do Go you ahead. know? Far away. Well, I, let's get to your questions. <laughs> I'm gonna save those for the end. What are your questions? I, I, my question coming over here. I'm listening to. Uh, I'm listening to another show talking about um judkins going from Ole miss the running back going from Ole miss to ohio state and, and all guys leave for all kind of reasons but i wonder what the percentages are of people going for money just for money to play like the quarterback from michigan state coming here right he's coming to play right although he played some uh yeah coming to start coming to be the guy right uh going to a bigger school because a lot of these guys are getting over recruited out you know they're bringing in a guy to replace them so they need to go somewhere sure that i mean and there's there's guys that are just going to to be able to play they're going to a bigger school uh going to a place that they think can help them get to the next level better uh there are all kind of reasons but i wonder how that percentage works out and what do you think the old miss guys thing was because old miss is one of those teams that will probably be in the college football playoffs now ohio state certainly has a better chance of competing for a national championship if that's his motivation or do you think it was just money or do you think it was a better op- opportunity to get to the nfl they don't run the ball more necessarily at at ohio state although you could maybe make that argument Hey, some guys just get bored, and they have the option, and they leave. See, here's the sad part about that, and and they this is what was being brought up on the show, which was not a competitor show, but uh, they they thought here is a guy who's going to be a legend. He's going to be a Holt Nailers at ECU. He's going to be you know retired jersey uh, among the best ever to play at Ole Miss, and he eschews all that to go to Ohio State. Now, maybe he's going again to, for the money. Maybe he's going to win a national championship. Maybe he's bored, like you said. I don't know. But it, it, it makes you wonder what's going through these guys' minds. Or are they even the ones making the decision? Is it well, an agent thing? Is it a family thing? <laughs> I got to be honest. I I just I don't care. Like, it, it's their decision. I, I In fact, coming on the show, I, I saw – pirate radio we posted a um about antoine jackson leaving and sometimes i think pirate radio posts things to get interactions and comments and you know no discussion and i think that, that was one of those cases and i had a lot of comments and the people that comment on every transfer it just boggles my mind like how do you still care in, in today's world because it happens so much how do you get so invested in it and I, i'm just detached from it guys are going to do what they want to do for whatever reason and i just i can't find myself to really care about it honestly like like the old miss thing is really interesting the kids you know these the best running back in the sec i think he was second this year in rushing uh but but they've had a great year in the offseason uh not only recruiting but certainly in the portal uh does this make does this make their fans their boosters think less of them does that impact their ability to raise money for their collective? Uh, I think it's know, just it, how it, it goes just, now. It just has all kind of 
questions that uh, that that come up as to why this young man decided to do that or why any player decides to leave. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Holt Naylor's using the kind of local legend or whatever yeah. thing, and if he left his senior year, there would be people you know burning down his house there will be people saying good uh, he stinks i'm glad he's gone and there would be me saying oh, whatever it's it's his decision i just it, it, i don't know again i Is think gardner Minshew. do you claim him when he does well and blow him I, off when he doesn't do well i mean it, what how do you handle those things as a fan i don't really uh i don't know i don't i don't claim gardner Minshew as a pirate he went to wash he's a cougar See, NC State and Wisconsin both claim uh, Russell Wilson until last year, and no, nobody claims him. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's too is why <laughs> we shouldn't be so upset with these guys because us fans are quick to trash them when they stink, and then they leave us, and we're like, wait, why are you leaving me? <laughs> I was, sure, I said you suck, and you should never play again, and you should uh be on the bench but you should want to be here even if you know i trash you it's the whole thing silly i don't know i again i think you just have options i I, even before the transfer portal and stuff when we saw a rise in the transfers i blamed and i don't have any education on this but like it just reminds me of aau where you're on a different team every year right so you're kind of used to going to different teams well that's that's probably part of it too joining different guys and now you have the ability to do that with with no penalty in fact you're getting praised and man these kids love coach mac when they're getting recruited right because you're not running their tails off yet you're telling them how good they are and how they're going to help your team then they get there and realize they have to put in the work well now they can go right back in the portal and get all those flowers again see here's how here's how it was you recruited the daylights out of them a different guy coached them and de-recruited them. <laughs> That's not the way it is anymore. Yeah. You recruit them, and then you constantly have to continue to recruit them. Yeah. And, that, and that's crazy. That's crazy. Next question. 12-team playoff. We've brought it up, talked about it a couple times, right? And the, the positives and the negatives. In basketball, the expansion of the tournament, you've got all these teams making runs. You've got, you got Florida Atlantic going to the Final Four, San Diego State going to the Final Four, or whatever whatever run you want to talk about. Butler or Gonzaga or whatever. Uh, will we have runs like that in a 12-team playoff? Will somebody get hot and go? Or is, is, the, is the Final Four still going to be the same team? I mean, if a team does go on a run like that, it would be like an old miss, like you said. Like it would still be a, a big boy, just not one of the biggest boys. So it's not gonna be as special. You know, like so who is the um We won't get caught up and we'll be cheering for Ole Miss or Penn State or is that the little guy? I don't know. That's what I, I'm asking. That's not a little enough guy. Although, having said that, I was kind of rooting for Washington last night because it felt like the little guy yeah. to Michigan. So, in the in a sense, but it won't. It certainly won't be the same. Like I don't think we'll see who would have been last year, Tulane or SMU or Liberty, whoever the team that got in. I, I mean, I don't think we're going to see them go on a run and win a couple games, especially since that first game is going to be on the site of the uh on a school site so the favorite will have the uh home field advantage 
in fact i wanted to talk about the schedule if we could fire away all right so i have the date so the first round have you looked at this coach no all right good first round of the 12 team playoff will be december 20th and 21st that's right they're gonna have friday saturday right (laughs) one game on friday and three on saturday yeah because they're not four time slots on on the same day quarterfinals uh the fiesta bowl december 31st peach rose and sugar bowl january 1st television dictating the whole thing so again you go one game on a tuesday three games on a wednesday which will be january 1st semifinals and i was wondering about this how do you work around the nfl playoffs well here's how they're going to do it they're going to play orange bowl semifinal one on a thursday cotton bowl semifinal two on a friday so they're going to go thursday friday to avoid the nfl playoffs then the national championship will be on the 20th which is a monday so you're not going to have any crossover i don't think with the nfl other than like maybe a saturday game in the nfl uh, for that first round that's smart yeah so we're gonna have some some odd dates there you're going friday saturday you're going tuesday wednesday and then monday and then a monday yeah yeah that's crazy yeah it's gonna be do you like the way they split it up though you'll have one game and then three and well, then, again, they didn't make that decision. Television decided that. I mean, it makes for a fun, you know, January 1st, <laughs> three playoff games. Yeah, I'll take that. That's exciting. Yeah, it is. And uh, and a cool first round as well. So first round will be at home sites, team sites. And then the quarterfinals will be Fiesta Bowl, Peach Bowl, Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl, semifinals cotton bowl and orange bowl yeah and that'll all rotate well it'll rotate for one more year (laughs) for one more year and then we'll see what happens then they'll say we can make more money without the bowl situation let's just do that yeah and i wonder i I don't really care about that i know it's nostalgia and all that but i don't it's a playoff game it's not a a peach bowl anymore you know to me yeah there's not the peach bowl experience or the rose bowl parade or the orange bowl halftime none of that yeah so what do you think it looks like in 2026 coach mike i really you know it'll totally depend on what happens with with uh realignment in the conferences uh you know there's no way to even guess until that's decided we got on the relegation topic yesterday (laughs) relegation sounds wonderful but it just doesn't work the way it's structured right now could they change the structure maybe we kind of came to the conclusion that you just get rid of conferences and you do like a top 40 and then a middle 40 and or however you want to work it but you'd have to get rid of the conferences i think to, yeah to make it work uh, and and right now the conferences uh along with television are ruling everything so yeah. you think the conferences are going to seed that i mean like even to change the playoff from six and six to five and seven like they want to that has to be unanimous among all the commissioners of the conferences what the how you get how you get 10 people to agree on anything yeah uh frank brown on facebook said just wanted to shout out the head referee from last night marcus woods we went to school together acc uh at north carolina a and t so that's pretty cool yeah there you go frank good well respected guy 
all right uh let's take another break we'll come back more with coach mac we've got an mlb history lesson for you <laughs> talk a little nascar and see if coach mac's got any more questions chad is in chad said sorry i'm late rough day mike vrabel gone uh, before the year i said mike vrabel was a top five coach in the nfl and he got fired so my bad mike yeah mike he trashed me too mike <laughs> put that one on me hold on take a break come back have more for you after this You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? CopyPro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year. And they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copybro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Sean, did the Hornets win last night? No. Lost one nineteen to one twelve in overtime. They are eight and twenty six. <laughs> and I, but they might make the twelve team playoff. But his boy Terry Rozier dropped like thirty six oh, points. Terry, thirty nine. Thirty nine. Okay, sorry. I like Steve Clifford as a human, just like I like Ron Rivera. But firing him and then bringing him back a couple years later is—you're basically saying it's unusual. We we stink, and, and we know we stink. We're okay with it, and we're fine with it. <laughs> well, hopefully he does. Well. <sighs> he is well liked. <clears throat> Former ECU assistant basketball coach Steve Clifford, uh, one of the you, craziest. You, stats. Probably, you probably trashed him then too. I don't. I, you. This is a joke, by no, the way. No, it isn't actually. It, 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 we have you on. We have you on. You know. How about it, when have I ever it's trashed? In, you? It's in the archives. What did I say? coach i love coach mac the person the coach all of it i'm on i'm hell if you think i'd trash you 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 should like me share what the other people say about you wow (laughs) i kid i kid all right coach mac you were looking at my hat and you said what is that the mlb logo and i said no this is a throwback white Sox logo and you and you said, "Well, what's the MLB logo look like?" And I pulled it up, and it sure lo- it, it looks similar. And you said, "So you know the NBA logo is Jerry West. Who's the MLB logo?" And I said, "Well, I don't think it's anybody. I think it's just a a rando dude." Well, we started doing some reading, and I, I pulled up an article, and depending on who you believe. There is a player that thinks the logo is fashioned after him. And you said, give me a team. And I said, the twins. And you said, Harmon Killebrew. And that is the player. Uh, Harmon Killebrew believed that the logo was modeled after him. Uh, But the creator of the logo, Jerry Dior, 
uh says the silhouette was not modeled after harmony killebrew it was modeled uh reference to photographs of several players but if you look at it and then you look at Harmon killebrew it certainly does look it does. similar it does so we're kind of on the fence here on whether or not it's Harmon killebrew or just a a random picture of a person about to swing a bat yeah and you would think you would uh, go with the artist here uh yeah but, but at the same time there may be a reason that he doesn't want to want it to be one person but uh but regardless it was an interesting endeavor to uh, find out so i was and never I said call malcolm because malcolm knows all things baseball malcolm knows all things all things because last night someone uh tweeted me coach and said has ecu ever lost to a team that went on to win the national title and i said malcolm gray told me that stat the other day it's happened four or five times now i know he said miami and penn state were involved and then malcolm gray responded to that and said from research this is the fifth time ecu football has played an eventual eventual true national champion during the regular season miami 83 87 89 penn state 86 michigan 2023 impressive thank you malcolm for the stat and uh interesting there a lot of miami's in there penn state 1986 three times for miami that's impressive too all right uh the tweet i saw coach uh mac was yeah, from nascar brad keselowski and he who, talked who is married to an ecu alum page mm-hmm. i believe is her name he uh tweeted out an hour ago i'm proud that our sport gets to race in a venue as legendary as the la coliseum oh my gosh <laughs> a place filled with iconic moments champions have been crowned counting down the days until we're back seeing the stands filled with fans will make it even more special he's talking about the bush clash at the coliseum which is what a week before yes daytona right a week or two a week one week um so we are about a month away from that maybe less than a month away yeah uh you coach are not a fan of these events not at all not at all we don't we don't need we don't need any more gimmicks we go out there to la like it's something that uh, we're going to convert uh the californians into uh and there are there are a lot of race fans in california but but uh i don't know how many there are in la and i don't know how many are actually nascar fans uh but they they have had some some races out there with big crowds and that kind of thing there is a little car culture out there but this just seems like uh, you know it's a tiny little track uh there's really no racing involved there's there's a little bit of beating and banging but uh it's it is a gimmick by definition it's a gimmick all-star i'm looking at the schedule all-star race north wilkesboro yeah You're cool with that right cool totally cool with that i do see the uh street race at chicago yeah gimmick gimmick uh although it, it produced maybe the best race of all last year to be honest i'm kind of, i'm just looking down the schedule so any what gimmicks are uh, on the schedule this year the the dirt track gone, gone the just the sheer number of road courses but the the one i have the biggest problem with is the uh is the is the deal in chicago and then i'm still not a roval fan they did get rid of the they got rid of the dirt track at bristol thank you very much they got rid of the roval at uh indianapolis in favor of the going back to the the oval itself that's a good step uh but we're still putting up with the roval in uh in charlotte which is a playoff race sunday october 13th and charlotte a, road and that's course. a damn shame yeah not a fan coming off talladega they'll go to the charlotte road course uh we'll talk nascar when we get closer to 
Thank uh, you. season. So Harvick is done. He's done. So who's your guy now? Don't know. I, I'm I'm tempted to just follow uh, what I did with Earnhardt and go with his replacement, Josh Berry. But uh, gosh, that's a pretty big leap of faith right there. Although it was a big leap of faith going with Harvick. So maybe maybe I shouldn't have a problem with that. I've I've considered Blaney, but that looks like I'm front running a little bit with him winning the championship. But uh, I'm a Blaney guy. But uh, but I, I do like Blaney and um, and I do like. Uh, you know his family has some basketball uh, tradition with his uncle uh, being a starting guard at West Virginia, and uh, um, so I don't know. It, it's down to those two for me, but I, I do have to have a rooting interest. Yeah, you got to pick a guy. I, I picked. Uh, I went with Chase Elliott, and I felt like I was front running too much. Yeah, so I just I, jumped on that bandwagon. I jumped off and went to Blaney, and yeah. now he's a champion. Yeah. So whoever I jump to next is going to win a championship. They, they, that, that's something that's worth something right there. Did Denny ever put win that one out there? No. Well, I better jump back. I, I liked him just because of his relationship with Gibbs back in the day. There so maybe go. I jump back to him and jump he finally that. wins the big one. Do that. He uh, would appreciate it. <laughs> he needs it at this point. All right, coach. Any more questions before we get out of here? Nah, we're good. We're good. You answered all of them in the affirmative. I, I you know, I'm looking forward to uh, to uh, settling in on some basketball and uh, <laughs> and of course, I, I you know my schedule falls that I think I'm gonna be here for the next couple weeks. Awesome. That's great to hear. Jamie says racing question iroc racing is coming back iroc i hope are you a fan to me it's the best measure of a race car driver same cars for everyone i hope it does come back it was it was good and we should never have gotten rid of it okay do you follow the uh the tony stewart thing the uh Uh, just a little bit just because of the names involved and uh and there is good racing and they go to short tracks which uh are generally exciting uh but uh you know not not uh not following it religiously like i do cup racing chad's asking is anyone going to see micro wrestling at the convention center on saturday shirley's in shirley might be in it you're gonna see the micro wrestling yeah because believe it or not my nephew called me last night and asked me if i wanted to go and i said sure so he <laughs> bought the tickets so we are going we'll right. be there pirate radio will be in attendance uh, in the form of shirley Rhodes. i need pictures i need full, oh trust me there will there will be pictures Shirley wow. will be on Gucci Road down there. She'll be front row. <laughs> Gucci Road. It's going to be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Coach Mack, thanks for hanging out, man. Thank you, guys. Enjoyed it. The Mully Man is in the house, uh, and he will spread the love because this guy, Jordan Love, and the Packers are in the playoffs, taking on the Cowboys on Sunday. We'll talk that. We'll talk college football. We'll talk some baseball as well. Jeff Palumbo joining us hour number three talking pirate baseball more to go pirate radio live on a tuesday after this now when the day i was born the nurses all gathered around and they gazed in wide wonder at the jordan You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Have you heard? Greenville Auto World is under new ownership and is now part of the drivehernow.com network. 
DriveHereNow.com is run by local people who buy, service, detail, and sell everything directly to you. Greenville Auto World is now the fifth dealership to join DriveHereNow.com. Get car shopping today at DriveHereNow.com and choose a location near you. DriveHereNow.com, serving Eastern North Carolina for over 47 years and a proud supporter of the Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right. Welcome back into Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Jeff Palumbo going to join us hour three. We'll talk some Pirate Baseball. Bryce Williams will be along as well. Bryce is uh, upset with me because he killed two deer and we have not talked about nary one of them last week we had uh john david baker on got a little sidetracked the previous week i was out sick we also had a week with the holiday in there so we hadn't gone pirate radio outdoors in like a month and uh we got to make sure we do that today with jeff palumbo and bryce williams here in hour number three mike mullis in the house the mully man happy tuesday mully thank you how goes it it's good what did you uh enjoy the game last night uh yeah no kind of is that fair like it, it like it felt like it was going to get away from washington a whole lot earlier earlier than it did and then kind of like they were going to hang around and l- literally had some i thought some really bad calls that were huge points of the game momentum kind of deals uh and then michigan just kind of exerted themselves and it was it was ugly the yeah. rest of the way and uh wraps up the college football season next year we go into the 12 team playoff well, I could say for this year's playoff, I was perfect on all my calls. I, I was 100% consistent. I was dead wrong on all of them. <laughs> so it was a perfect run of uh, incorrectness. I did get one right last night. I had Michigan, but I missed uh, the first two. Yeah, I, you kind of talked me into Bama, and it felt like Bama I mean, should have would We watched some of that game together, and it kind of felt like, okay, here they go. And it just never did. And again, I still think the best team in the country didn't get to play. Georgia? Yeah. I told Coach Mack, uh, I'm ready for Georgia and Michigan next week. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's what, that's what we need to see. Uh, but instead, it'll be Jim Harbaugh. Will he ride off into the sunset? Yeah, I, I mean, I got to imagine he's headed back to the NFL. Uh, new uh, NFL job open, by the way, Molly. Mike Vrabel, and you saw that on television, and you said that's a dumb firing. Well, and I, you know, so we were having the conversation with some folks about, like, Belichick. And we're going, okay, Belichick, the, the Patriots haven't done anything with Belichick yet because I think he's still worth a, a trade, you know, and I think Vrabel would be that guy. Why do you not, you know, why do you not kind of dangle him out there and try to get something for him because he's I mean he's still I and I agree with you I heard your statement earlier I I still think he's one of the he's certainly one of the top 10 coaches and and I would I would agree top five and look my number one right now is Tomlin I, I just don't I, I Mike Tomlin just does the most with the least well I told somebody that, that before Ron Rivera I might have told you I but I before uh Washington hired Rivera Every year, Mike Tomlin is on a warm seat just yeah. because they're never great, but they're not bad. And my hope was that they would fire him and we'd bring him in as our coach. Uh, I'm kind of back on that cycle again. If if the Jaguars would have won on Sunday, maybe Tomlin's already fired because they would have missed the playoffs. Yeah, but it, they still had nine wins. They still went over 500. Uh, so, yeah, I agree with you there. I mean, without a quarterback. But right now, Mike Vrabel's the clear best candidate that doesn't have a job currently right sure oh no 100 percent. and i and, and then belichick would be on the bubble um 
But he, I'm saying he has a job right Sure, now. sure. I mean, yeah, it doesn't feel like much of a job, kind of a lame duck situation. But, you know, the other thing with Belichick is is we're still giving him an awful lot of credit for how good he was with Tom Brady. He, I mean, he's... I don't want Belichick. No, I don't think that's a... That's a I don't think he turns the ship for you, uh, kind of regardless if you're, you know, Washington, Carolina, uh, any of those teams. I don't think he turns the ship. And you know what? Does he want to do that? You know what I mean? I mean, he's not. He's obviously not a young man. And does he want to get into a situation where it is a uh, a complete a complete debacle? Because right now, what he's doing these next what what do you think he's got three maybe five years left? Yeah, that's the legacy years, right? So. We get far enough away from him being uh, in Gillette Stadium and him having Tom Brady, and he keeps piling up losing seasons. You know, it's not quite as shiny as it once was. What's the most attractive opening, Molly? I think I've got them all listed down here. Titans, Commanders, Panthers, Chargers, Falcons. And then I've got kind of Patriots and Raiders question marks. Raiders are going to make a decision on Antonio Pierce. First off, that's ridiculous if they move him. I mean that that's that would be so, and it would be the second time in a row they've done that. Yeah, where they had an interim guy that won that people liked, and, and you know we we've had this conversation as it relates to Carolina. You know the same thing we saw it happen there. And anyway, um, Titans, Commanders, Panthers, Chargers, Chargers, Falcons, Chargers. I guess. I mean, going into the season, Chargers were on everybody's short list of guy, uh, teams to make the playoffs. I'm done with the Chargers. Well, forever. And, well. So as soon as you're done with them, I, I expect big things. Yeah, take them to win the Super And the Bowl commanders sure. are probably saying, hey, how about being done with us? <laughs> In fact, everything they've done the last 20 years, they've tried to get me off. No, that's right. Yeah. Pause. I think the commanders uh, are in a really good spot, though. If I wasn't a commanders fan, I'd be very optimistic about their future. Number two pick. Uh, cap space how many times have we seen the commander screw up the a pick a million uh, right so what makes us think it's going to be better this time and who's going to make that pick uh some basketball guy they hired from the I warriors mean, right so <laughs> Steph Curry. so i i mean i, I hate to uh, i hate to rain on your optimism but i, I don't have any it, optimism. it is great that they have the 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 number two overall pick but th- we've seen that screwed up i mean look we we don't have to look far back to go look at look what the Panthers did to trade from nine to one to pick who they picked and uh, you know I guess maybe the jury's still out but he certainly did not give a whole lot of so I you know the the the, the pick thing I mean who knows it's such a crapshoot exactly which brings us to a question yesterday from the chat um, would you rather stink all year and have a top five pick like me. Or make the playoffs and lose in round one like you. No, I'd rather make the playoffs. Me too. I mean, 100%. there's at least there's something to watch. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, it's that pig don't mean nothing. Would your t- yeah, that's right. When when your team is that bad, it, it's just bad. I mean, it's I look, I, and we talked about it a little bit Sunday. So I'm, I'm watching the Panthers, and all I can think about when I watch the Panthers is Chandler. I mean, I just I think the world of the young fella, and I and I'm I know he you know when you're young and you you can have some emotional instability, and I'm like you know Chan needs something good in his life. You know he needs something positive, and so they they have the big play and they're going down, and I'm literally starting to text Chan. They're going to pull off the upset. And he hits the DJ the, Chark. DJ Chark hits the uh, invisible wall right at the goal line, yeah. and it knocks the ball out of his hands. Guy did hit, him. and I went, well, but it was very. You it, gotta that was take terrible, care of the ball. right? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, 
it, it, and literally within that, what what is that? A maybe a three second play. I go from being, you know what? They're gonna pull off the upset, and they're gonna keep them out of the playoffs, keep uh, Tampa out of the playoffs. And then I go, no, wait a minute, this is still the Panthers. And then the Panthers find a way to lose a game nine to nothing, coming off back to back shot or back another shot, back shutout, nine to nothing. Yeah, Chandler, you want to respond? We haven't talked to you yet today. Well, there's not a whole lot to say, Chandler. I, I, I mean, I just want to get them on. We hadn't heard from him. There's definitely not a lot to say. I would say that that play in the last game of the year uh, pretty much sums up the Carolina right. Panthers season. Give your stat again that you gave yesterday. Um, the Carolina Panthers never took an offensive snap in the fourth quarter with the lead all year long. <laughs> That's are they by the, the worst way, now, team ever. Now, now, that, that may be the worst team ever. Has anybody ever? I mean, two, what's the the, the two 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 wins? Have there been been teams that only had one? Well, win? the Cleveland went winless. They went right? winless. And yeah. Okay. All right. Years, they made the playoffs like a year or two later with Baker Mayfield. But here's well, the Panthers we're, had we're, a one win season under uh seaford i want to say a George long seaford. long time ago wow yeah. okay but now that stat i just gave you if you're asking has that ever happened before in the nfl no it hasn't until well, now and you know what even when the panthers were winning even with cam newton and playing the super bowl it still was not fun to watch the panthers play it you know they were kind of the i mean it just was it was you would see cam do something you go man that was crazy what cam newton did and you could cheer for the defense but it was like it was exciting football. Like the 49ers. You watch the 49ers right now play, and there's just, I mean, they're, they're going four or five different directions. There's just, uh, it, it's so, I don't know, man. Maybe it'll get better for you. I mean, Cam Newton, the year he won MVP, he was, that was fun football. I don't know how you don't think yeah, I, 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 would I mean, but it wasn't like he bit. was slinging it around. It was, it, he did. But he's flipping, he's running, he's flipping, he's, that, running, well, that was he's the, jumping, and, he's, and that was the only credit to it is that it was it was still grounding pound football. I don't know. I just and, and maybe that's just a, a, a you know preference and style. I love to see him air it out. I love to see him snap it around and throw the football. And that you know maybe that's why I was kind of over Michigan. You know they didn't have the quarterback didn't throw three hundred yards all year, so it was you know a Mully, new school but, guy. Yeah, I just I like to see him throw it. I've always liked. Of course, that. your favorite guy is Brett Favre, right? Yeah, I mean, and, it, and then you saw Rogers sling it. Yeah, well, how about him? So, did you see any of uh, any of, of his stuff t- today? Today, so I I kind of I I searched his name on Twitter to see what would come up, and I guess they're talking more about so vaxes and kind of <laughs> yeah. So so Aaron Rodgers has taken this thing back to Kimball made a comment in his monologue, his opening deal about uh, taking a shot at Aaron Rodgers about his his being vaxed or not being vaxed or whatever. However he phrased it, I can't remember. But then uh, and then it was you know he took another shot at Aaron Rodgers about the only A's on Aaron Rodgers' report card were the two A's in his name. Just really, quite frankly, um, at this point, super childish stuff both ways. Yeah. And Kimball's thing is, you know, Aaron Rodgers decided to take this to a whole nother, a whole nother level when you're basically accusing the guy of being a pedophile. Uh, and that's, I would have to agree, that's a different level than just picking on somebody. Uh, so anyway, I, again, I am so glad Aaron Rodgers is not a Packer. I mean, I, 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 I it, I'm just thrilled. I, I mean, want to be the 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 not the kind way to say it is hey my packers made the playoffs i'm fired up but 
the snarky kind of way to say it is we're in the playoffs aaron Rodgers isn't and that's the best thing about it and that's probably how you feel right uh, well uh, no I, I it's probably darker than that i'll be honest even with darker you. than that so i made the comment to to the guys uh the, his first game <coughs> i said like my parting shot as i'm walking off is he won't make it out of the first half he's gonna get hurt and i said i said he's gonna tear hamstrings what i said and first series first play boom he goes down i had my phone lit up like a christmas tree and so and this is this is probably a character statement and i don't like it i don't like the, as i hear myself talk about it, i don't you know like if rogers hears this he's I don't, gonna put you on the list. that's okay they're gonna okay. be on the list i don't like what this says about me but when he got hurt i was like i told you i said you can't outrun karma you can, and i was like you know what good for him and then i was like man i hope he gets to play again because I, I i i would be curious to see what he could do with the jets and i don't think it's going to be a whole lot and i don't think he'll stay stay healthy for a whole season i think what we're seeing right now is a very watered down or what's what we will see is a very watered down aaron Rodgers. no doubt um <laughs> Steve said Kimmel got an honorary degree from UNLV. Shouldn't be saying anything about Rogers' education. Eric says, regardless of Rogers, Kimmel absolutely blows. I, now, I could totally agree with that statement. He and other late night hosts aren't even remotely funny. I can't tell you the last time I watched a late night show. Me neither. And I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what this has done. Of these two guys, this has made Kimmel a whole lot more relevant as far as bringing him back into a spotlight Aaron Rodgers in that world on the in the you know McAfee platform in that world uh, has always had a spotlight now all of a sudden there are people talking about like us we're talking about Jimmy Kimmel where we otherwise absolutely would not be man I used to love uh Conan but even like Leno and Letterman in the 90s I would watch as uh growing up and now do people still watch that stuff i I don't i agree with you i I have seen uh the letterman like the next day on youtube just to watch the monologue but that's as close to the show as i will actually watch well surely you know what and you're going to micro wrestling on saturday so i don't know that uh (laughs) somebody asked where you going molly negative negative all right it's just not my thing i i i I, yeah are you going to say that i experienced micro wrestling well we were talking about it the other day and somebody at the table made a good point and Shirley, you should think about this too he said i would like to go to watch to see what kind of people go right not even to watch the wrestling just the people watch to see the people in the crowd yeah because the the tickets aren't they're not terribly cheap nah i mean so but look i oh no i wouldn't purchase the ticket on my own if it weren't for the fact that my nephew is purchasing my ticket I probably mm. wouldn't go. There, you could go to a nice dinner for that same money. Well, if, hey, yeah, yeah, but if he's get, willing to spend the money, then I'm not going to turn that ticket down. Could you get media credentials? Ringside? Oh, there you go. Ringside. I probably could, yeah. but either way, I, honestly, I didn't know anything about it until he called me last night and asked me. Now, yeah. this so is I s- honestly didn't know anything about it until he brought it up. So if this is the same group of wrestlers because uh, I don't know how many orga- organizations there are. Well, Chandler, let's just call it what it is. How deep can the talent pool be for that specific genre but, of wrestling? That's but, probably but pretty micro, shallow. Micro yeah. wrestling well, can be very deep. They drown. Yeah. Micro wrestling came to a college bar down here in downtown Greenville, <laughs> and the, the college students loved it. They loved it. Well, you, uh, you said a couple things there. College students and the bar. 
<laughs> so I mean, which pretty much explains everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I mean guess, they're going to look I, pretty. You much got a anything. point. They could put anything in there. That's exactly probably, right. It, if, as if long it as would, they can drink beer. Let me, and, I was going to say, let me guess. It was you know Dom Draft that night too. I mean, any anything probably. anything goes. So anyway, I was trying to help Shirley out. No, no you, there's I, no need to help me out. I mean, I'm I'm going to the show to I will experience. Be cu- I will be curious to hear your take. Yes, I, I want to experience micro wrestling. I have been to wrestling events, so this is just kind of an extension of that. And I think we are saying it incorrectly. I this is definitely micro wrestling. Oh, I'm sure it's micro wrestling. Yeah, we need to make sure we yeah we're not offending the true wrestlers of the world. I don't care as long as I get to see micro people flying and doing wow wrestling moves wow i'm good molly can you hang out one more second sure man all right let's take a break we'll come back eric said i randomly saw jay leno crossing the street in charlotte when he was the grand marshal for the coca-cola 600 i pointed at him and said jay leno he pointed back at me and said guy in the honda (laughs) and he said um he was a big leno guy more than letterman Jamie was a Letterman guy more than Leno. As a kid, I watched Leno more, and the older I got, the more I liked Letterman. But I used to love Leno doing the headlines and the asking the questions on the street and all that. Did, did you have a preference? No, Letterman, if I had to pick one. Yeah, Letterman had the top ten and then, list, which I found entertaining. I like Conan more than all of them. His yeah it was but i I watch all three i watch colbert uh seth myers jimmy kimmel just for their monologues but i enjoy all three let's take a break we'll come back more to go pirate radio live on a tuesday after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. uh, Welcome in. Do you need uh, custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear ENC.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. And as we head back into the show clip, I've got a little bit of breaking news for you. Uh, former ECU uh, baseball pitcher Carter Spivey has officially signed with the Cleveland Guardians. So he'll be joining his former teammate Gavin Williams on uh, the Guardians from uh, the, system. From, from the Y'alls to the Guardians. Yep, from the Y'alls to the Guardians. That's awesome. Good luck to Carter Spivey. See if uh, we can get up with him and uh, and talk about that. It's awesome. Um, what did I just see that I wanted to mention? Uh, I can't remember now. Redbeard said Molly had the joke of the year earlier. So which one's on that? that. Oh. I, I'm guessing the one about Talibull swimming. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was a, a pretty good one. Molly, uh, how you feel about Pack Cowboys? Well, here's a certainty. One of those teams will finally win a first-round playoff game. What do you mean by that? I, 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 neither one of those teams could get past the first round. 
Cowboys have won. It's been a while. Dax won a couple. It's been a while. Been a while. Uh, uh, I, you know what? I I, you got nothing to lose, right? No, I mean, you, got, you like that. Dallas is hard to play at home, but yeah. Dallas is also prone to to do something stupid. So, I mean, I you know, it, it'll be interesting. Love was making some plays on Sunday. Yes. And, and you've kind of – you were not sold on them from the very beginning. And at times, with all players that are highly touted, drafted high, whatever, we say, what did they see in this guy? It's pretty cool when we see what everybody saw. You know what I'm saying? Well, let me tell you something. The person who made the decision to draft him in the first round is very glad to see what they saw too because if not their name, uh, reputation, uh, employment – was all uh, in jeopardy so yeah it's now we still see the other stuff too yeah. so i i mean i you know you got to think maybe he's two or three wins better next year uh would be your hopes that if you know he just continues to progress and uh but no man he's he's had some moments that have been special moreover i i, I think that that receiving core might be the most unheralded unheralded receivers in nfl as a group uh they make plays I don't even know. I, I was following the uh, which, by the way, thanks for hanging out for half and Minji's on. Uh, yeah, on well, it. so when I started standing, they made the run, and I was like, you know what? If I go back up there, Clip's probably gonna <laughs> send me back down anyway. So we were watching some pirate hoops. I was checking on scores, and I uh, kept and Wicks kept scoring touch. I don't even know who that no, is. No, and that's the honest thing. Quite honestly, I'm a fan, and I, I do watch it fairly closely. I couldn't tell you who they're. I mean, it, it that's the thing. I know they, Dobbs. I know Watkins. I don't know they, Wicks. They got they got the they've got guys that just have kind of shown up and 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 played extremely well this year. So. And good to see Aaron Jones still looking yeah. like Aaron Jones. And that's the other one. He's to me, although he continues to do it, he's done it for a number of years now. It's still a surprise that he's as good as he is. Yeah. My good friend, Aaron Jones. Here's what I was going to mention coming back on the air. John Moody said, can we bring back a form of the sports entertainment bar for the Royal Rumble? There's been some talks about the Rumble, John, and potentially a watch party. I, I don't want to say too much yet, but we are we're talking over some things with one of our new interns who's excited about it. So Clearly. Uh, we got Shirley going to micro wrestling and Royal Rumble coming up. So, uh, yeah, it might be time to bring back the sports entertainment bar. By the way, do you like this hoodie? Mully, you like this hoodie? I do. It's a cool, good-looking hoodie. Guess what? You can get it at PR927FM.com. We got Pirate Radio merch, and uh, you can go there with a click and simple as that. So I got mine today. We are excited about that. And now we have some Pirate Radio merch available, and uh, we've got the hoodies, we've got the long sleeve tees, we got hats, uh, and we will add more to that. So go uh, support Pirate Radio and look cool in uh, doing so, or as Coach O would say, in so doing, and uh, get your Pirate Radio merch. Nicely done there. I'm ready to talk to Coach O. I ain't yeah, to him in a while. I mean, it's that time of the year. Uh, Pirate Baseball right around the corner. Guys uh, starting practice last week and uh, getting ready to get underway, Molly. Yeah, again, man, it's it's time to fire it up, and it's uh, I mean, high schools, every everybody, everybody gets going right after Christmas, and um, I mean, I've seen uh, some little league teams starting to kind of do some 
some uh, group activities together. I think it was Carolina Windows and Doors. I saw something on social media where they uh, had gone out in support of a family that that was in need and uh, did did a, a pretty cool community type service project. Uh, so those those kids and families and coaching staff and whoever came up with that uh, idea is to be commended because you know this all this stuff, sports, all of it uh, is about so much more than you know than just playing the game. So yeah, it's that time of the year, man. You know, it's time to uh, time to get them rolling. Mike Mullis joining us. Uh, anything else, Molly, before we wrap it up? No, no. I, you know, we 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 did kind of kick around the con- the idea of talking about the Jameis Winston. That's right. And as a former player, former coach, so I put it in basketball terms for Coach Mack. I guess what's the baseball equivalent like stealing up by? Eight? Could be stealing. I mean, <laughs> so in, in baseball, it's a little bit different too. Where I've been part of games where we've you know been way up, and you know there's a school of thought that you go get yourself out you know you just take pitch and so I, I this one particular time i went to the other to the head coach i was like look man i can't just tell my guys to to i mean we we, we still got to take perfect you know we got to take good at bats um but we're not going to take extra bags we're not going to you know we're not going to advance on pass balls or but you know there's a certain point in baseball where that becomes catcher has a pass ball and you're just going to stand at second base is that showing them up just right. as much as not yeah. go you know playing the game Pity. but uh no I, I look i think and i, I kind of echo what what coach mack had to say when, when you asked him about it earlier i i think the biggest thing that would scare me is that is 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 the loss of control of the team and uh you know you're i think giving signs telling guys to take and they just keep swinging right away. and that's a problem yeah. i mean that's a that's a that's a that's a problem further down the line i'll tell you what this this will not be forgotten those those are prideful men that are on that field uh next year or at some point these roles will 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 reverse think about it uh who was it that that uh in college football the whole team went out for like the coin toss or something and they piled up and then it was joy it was against georgia when they weren't as good or something or was it joy and then anyway it got, oh no you're talking about after a first touchdown the whole team that, ran that's what field. it was right it was uh florida georgia it, maybe, florida to georgia yeah. right then the next thing you know three or three or four years later georgia <laughs> smokes them and kirby smart did not forget that you know so this stuff doesn't just go away uh, what it does is it creates now f- from a fan standpoint it'll be fun to watch that because oh, you're gonna go okay what that that's more of the wrestling kind of mentality yeah, you know if we did that against dallas or philly or something i'd love it. I'd, right i'd be going crazy right, right now. but but it's uh it creates a lot of issues that don't necessarily have to be there i understand what to a point i understand what Jameis is saying hey we did it for our guy and whatever but Man, there's a certain point where it's 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 so much bigger than any one person. Yeah. And, and here's my other thing: the message it sends to the younger players, hey, as long as you say it's for the team, it's okay if you just disregard your coach. Yeah, and and all this stuff, everything these kids pick up comes from a level above them. So you know that that's that that would be the concern, the you know the kind of greater good of 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 the of of the game, uh, you know, at large, but. Yeah, I, I thought it was I thought it was pretty classless and and you know it really said a bad a bad message. Everybody so far has agreed that Dennis Allen was right to say what he said. Do you agree with that? That yeah, I mean, I, what do you say? Yeah, what do you do? I mean, it, it, you know, they certainly bailed on you, right? You know, and and I think for his reputation, he's got to stand out front. And say that, that look, this again, th- and what he did say, this isn't what we're about or in what I'm about. Uh, I think he's got to do that in defense of, of himself. 
Uh, Mully, Rams at Lions. Who you got? Mm. Lions. It's a fun game. Yeah. Eagles are one and five in their last six at Tampa. Tampa. Really? Yeah. You've seen I, enough of Philly? Yeah. I mean, you know what? We made the comment, though. They can flip the switch or seem to be able to flip the switch. But right now, it's like they can't find the switch. Uh, there is a 16-year age gap between C.J. Stroud and Joe Flacco. Right. Which quarterback are you taking? All right, well, in this game? Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't know if you meant you know, <laughs> no, oh, oh. in this game. Uh, you got to go C.J. Stroud. All right. Texans at home. Dolphins at Chiefs. I think that's going to be... Uh, the weather minus I was about two. About to look at the weather. Minus two wind chill. You, is that right? Mm-hmm. Oh dear, surely yeah. that's not good. That's not good. She didn't hear what we said. No. You might not want to hear this. Sorry, what was that again? Minus two wind chill in Kansas City. Ay, yeah, yeah. Saturday night. Uh, yeah. That's that's why we should have. Yep. Beaten the Bills. You yep. had it right there. Yep. Could have been a nice sunny. My at me. Yep. No, I, I like Kansas City in that game for, for that reason alone. And can the Steelers make it a game against the Bills? Or does it get ugly? Man, the Bills are good. I mean, the, the, and look, we've seen the Bills be really bad this year, but it's not been recently. The other night, first half, two interceptions in the end zone, and a drive goes to the one yard line and they run out of time. That, that's what losing teams do, but they're so good they can dig themselves and out. And the only team, the only person that can beat them is Josh Allen. Yeah. And he, you know, I was having this conversation with somebody. We were talking about system quarterbacks, and I'm like, look, if Josh Allen stays within the system and doesn't throw a bunch of picks, a la Brett Favre, you got a guy that could win you, I don't know, three, four, five Super Bowls potentially. But when he, when he, when he does the ad lib and makes the kind of heroic effort plays, he, he gets himself in trouble. I didn't see uh, what this commenter is talking about. Um, oh, okay. Wait. Jair Alexander uh, was given a one-game suspension. I didn't even hear about this. Because the Vi- uh, with the win of the Vikings, he anointed himself a game captain against the Panthers and botched the pregame coin toss. Uh, let's see. I guess what they wanted to, to kick and he chose to receive or something like that. I hadn't heard yes, about this. Me too. Yeah. Uh, he got a one game suspension. So, well, he, he paid his punishment. But uh, yeah, again, Molly, that's uh, that's not what you want. No. No. It's, again, it's indicative of a bigger problem. Yeah. All right, Molly. Thanks for hanging. Okay, buddy. All right, we'll uh, take a timeout, come back. One more segment to go here in hour number two. We'll get to our Fleet Feet rundown. Let's take a look at uh, no college football tonight, no NFL. Let's see what's going on in the college basketball landscape. Conference games going on. We'll do that. And more when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. When you walk through the doors of Villa Verde, you'll experience the sights, sounds, and smells of authentic Dominican flavors. Villa Verde is inviting you to come by and try some of their amazing empanadas, famous red snapper, grouper bites, Cuban sandwiches, and more. You can also relax with a fresh mojito or a cold beer while enjoying one of their out-of-this-world desserts like the rum pineapple cake. Villa Verde on 10th Street, a platform for good and a proud supporter of the Pirate Nation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right. Man, this guy seems lucky, Shirley. He got to meet Greg Hudson. I know. I mean, he was just on the sidelines, and there's Coach Hud. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if he got, like, as nervous as we do when we (laughs) sit next to Coach Hud. (laughs) John Bon Jovi starstruck meeting uh, Greg Hudson. Coach Hud uh, will join us here soon uh, once again on Pirate Radio Live. Coming up, hour number three, Bryce Williams uh, will be in the house, and we'll talk some ECU baseball with Jeff Palumbo, ECU baseball assistant coach. He'll join us here in the Pirate Radio studios. you got a question for Coach Palumbo, you can get that in. Right now, we'll get in our Fleet Feet Rundown, brought to you by Fleet Feet, owned and operated locally by ECU alum Chris Lunyon. Fleet Feet of Greenville provides solutions through one-on-one service to runners, walkers, and everyone in between. They've got the 3D foot scanner that will measure your arch height, width, and more. You can go see them, 207 East Arlington Boulevard in the old Gordon's Golf location. Fleet Feet, they run for you. Uh, We're talking about hoops tonight. Jamie said, uh, Indiana at Rutgers. Well, there's my lock. I was going to say lock of the night. This might be my college basketball lock of the year. Wow, already? Yeah, because I had uh, Indiana Saturday night while Jamie's Colts were losing to the Texans. I was on the Texans on that one, but I did take your Hoosiers Saturday, Jamie, and watch them beat Ohio State at home. And they're coming off a win. They go on the road to Rutgers on a Tuesday night. Rutgers minus three and a half. And a lock of the lock of the year. All right. I'll be keeping a close eye on that one. Yeah. Rutgers by seven. Go ahead and count that one. All right. Uh top twenty five action coming up tonight. Duke will be on the road at Pitt. Houston is the last remaining undefeated team, number two in the country. They will be at 11-3 Iowa State. Kentucky hosting Missouri. Texas taking on Cincinnati in a Big 12 matchup. These matchups still look weird. Very weird. How about that one? BYU at Baylor. Wow. Big 12 matchup. Two ranked teams there. Texas A&M at Auburn. Uh, Colorado State, number 17 in the country, is at Boise State. Ooh. Give me Boise in that one. And, uh, yeah, that's about it for what's coming up tonight. Uh, coming up Wednesday night, East Carolina in action against Temple. John, can the Pirates go on the road and win a game? Uh, that's been a tough place anywhere, really. If it's on the road, East, East Carolina basketball usually struggles. But the way they looked 
uh, on Sunday against Tulsa. It's going to be, uh, we talked about this yesterday, and Mike Schwartz talked about it again after the win against Tulsa, is that it's going to be a 10-round bout, bout every single game, and it's going to come down to a decision. Can the Pirates limit their turnovers like they kind of did on Sunday against Tulsa? Um, I'm interested to see if the Pirates can do it. I think so. Uh, what's the line on that? Do you know that they already have a line? No. All right. Well, I think I think East Carolina can go on the road and make it two and one in the conference. Hmm. Okay. What is, what's your feelings? What's your vibe check? Well, on a Tuesday, there are they playing at home? No, they're not. Well, I don't feel good. Like I have the last thirty years of my life. Yeah. Uh, ECU. I, I feel better about SMU coming here on Saturday than I do about going to Temple on Wednesday. But you win that game, two in a row, people will be excited. He'll be fired up for SMU coming to town God, for the one. final time. The last time you'll ever see the ponies and Mingies. And then they'll be playing in the ACC. That's right. Uh, ECU women at home coming up 6 o'clock on Wednesday. They try to get to 3-0. and Conference leaders. And, and they play uh, UAB coming up on Wednesday. Uh, National Day update today. You got some real stinkers today. You ever been in a hot air balloon, Chandler? I have not. Do I don't you? think I've ever seen one. Have you ever seen one? In the wild? Like, in person? With your own eyes? Yeah, I feel like I used to see them quite often in, like, Greenville on uh, Saturdays. Like, in the air. Really? I feel like I used to see a lot. I don't see them anymore these days. I don't think I've ever seen them in my 25 years. When's the last time you saw a hot air balloon? Think about that. And tell us where you were. God, now that you bring it up, it has been... At least a damn. I mean, it's been decades, probably. You ever seen a blimp? Have I ever seen a blimp? I don't know. I've been like to a Monday night football game where they had a blimp up there, but it was dark. I don't know if I actually saw the blimp. I don't think I've seen a blimp. The Goodyear blimp. Uh, yeah, hot air balloons. Maybe they're a thing of the past, but it is National Balloon Ascension Day. I'm kind of scared of hot air balloons. You get up there. How you really control that thing? You know. It just kind of goes. Yeah. And it could just float Look, forever. One of the last videos I've seen of a hot air balloon, which was not too long ago, it ran into a power line. Mm. So I don't know. How low was that thing going? It was low. <laughs> you got to get up there, man. <laughs> I think there was an episode of Lassie or something where uh, Timmy got in the hot air balloon and the rope uh, untied and he went up in the air and it just freaked <laughs> me out for life. Uh, Timmy. So there you go. Uh, Jamie says, Rutgers handles IU the last few years. I don't blame you. There you go. Take Rutgers, man. Easiest uh, pick you'll ever make in your life. Um, Do we have more? Ryan says, the heat from the flame is how they control it. How do you know that, Ryan? What are you, some hot air balloon expert? (laughs) Did you read hot air balloons for dummies? Uh, that sentence explains why I don't want to be in a hot air balloon there's a flame and heat we're talking about fire we're like 400 yards in the air no thank you Hey, we need to go uh, we need to get to the right here alright crank that baby up (laughs) crank the heat up Uh, (laughs) Mike P said hot air balloon has to be the absolute worst possible mode of transportation you know I'm going to Montana uh, this summer how are you getting there? Uh, hot air balloon. Well, I hope their flame is uh, hot so you can control it. What a weird uh, what a weird invention. 
who thought of that hot air balloon you can say that for a lot of things of how did it, what made them think of that and how did they get it started i feel like as a society we've kind of aged out of hot air balloons i never see them i've never seen them <laughs> ryan said my bachelor's from ecu is in hot air balloon or <laughs> orienteering orienteering it's a good word it's no way jamie said what's safer a hot air balloon or a glider now what is a glider is that something you kind of run off a cliff with and glide in the air no yeah. i think that that's an airplane with no engine it gets pulled up with a with another airplane they get to a certain altitude and then they let you go nah what's the point of this why would stuff? somebody want to do that somebody probably that's looking for that adrenaline rush yeah adrenaline junkies yeah i mean that would be my i mean look i don't particularly like going up in planes that do have engines you stick me in one that doesn't have one uh no thank you i'll pass yeah i don't i don't like anything in the air flying planes i you know flying, that's about the flying only thing is I can a necessity sometimes but i do not like it i i don't like to fly so uh alex when you're flying like all football season is it just like getting in a car to you now anything else i've gotten more used to it than i was before but we've had some instances yeah and uh i would much rather not have to travel at all right (laughs) have to sadly did you see the the story that just came out not just just a few days ago about this plane that took off got about 16,000 feet above the air and the window came off yeah there was video of it yeah and they're, it, they're in a plane and there's a just a giant hole yeah and it ripped a guy's phone out of his hand and it actually ripped clothes off of a kid oh my gosh because of the the pressurization in the cabin <laughs> I, I mean, i'm just laugh. Saying, it's like a cartoon it is kind of like, like a cartoon like but, and jerry or yeah something. sucks your clothes but that off. is very frightening to no. think I kind of want to see the video, but at the same time, I, that would make no, me not want to fly again. Because I have to fly in February, and I really don't want to do it now. I am contemplating driving. Mike P says, how long would it take you to get to the coast from Greenville in a hot air balloon? A week? <laughs> Depends on the wind. <laughs> right. Let's ask Ryan, what's the miles On a day like today, it might take to. us 30 minutes, but, yeah. you know, well, if now it's a I'm still in day. Durham, I'm still on my way to the coast, but the wind took me over here. Yeah, my, because it's not like you could steer the sucker. Ryan, my flame guy, ain't doing right over here. He can't Ryan, get a flame. Pick it up back there. He's got he's got some sticks. He's rubbing together, trying to get a flame going. What was the Hindenburg? That was a hydrogen. Um, yeah, all, all those things in the air, man, they freak me out. Blimp. Yeah, the blimp. It, it like well, the blimp n- nowadays I think is is not made of hydrogen. It's like different, but. I know with the Hindenburg, I think it was like it was made of a flammable gas, which was really dumb. But that's uh, what caused the disaster. Tyler said skydiving is fun. Wouldn't know. No, Never will know. No, I am afraid of heights, and yeah. I just can't see myself skydiving. I saw a video not too long ago of a guy jumping out of a plane skydiving without a parachute, but there was people around him, and they were able to get to him and latch on to them I'm, I, that's, that's insane that's, to think about even doing that's beyond adrenaline junkie that's just that's certifiably you need to be in a padded room somewhere I take that back That I forgot one time I did go skydiving 
And then I went Rocky Mountain Climbing. I knew you were going And then there. you rode a bull named Fu Manchu. I did. How'd you know that? Uh, you know, you've told me a time or two. Yeah. All right. I mean, well, you, you do like to try to be the topper when it comes to stories, so you have thrown those out at us. Tim McGraw uh, stole that song from me <laughs> from a weekend that I had. Uh, it is National Shop for Travel Day. Alex, you uh still a long ways from September, and but you're going to be traveling a lot. Go ahead and do your shopping now. Don't wait till it's too late. Actually, I did do some shopping for travel. There you go. Happy I National Shop for Traveling Day. Well, I did it over the weekend. I celebrated a little early. What's the number one thing, Alex, question for you. What's the number one thing that you need non-football-wise uh, to travel with? Deodorant. <laughs> Toothpaste. Toothbrush. Now let's Toothbrush. let him answer. What do you think? Uh, for the plane ride or for the hotel? Hotel. Dude, a pillow. Because the hotel oh, pillows man. are real bad. 100%. Yeah. Put your head on them and you're going to deflate instantly. Yeah. yeah. You need it a good pillow. It's not comfortable. Good call. What about the plane? What do you need on the plane? A device that you can download a movie on. Yeah, I would say man. headphones. Yeah. Because yeah. The noise canceling yeah. headphones. Last time I got on the plane, I didn't have any and it was terrible. Last time I got on a yeah, I agree with the headphones because the last time I got on a plane, um, I had a guy to my right who went to sleep immediately, even though we were delayed an hour on the tarmac. And the guy next on the other side, because I had a middle seat, so the guy to the other side of me um, apparently was a nervous flyer and just got completely hammered on the plane. <laughs> and I could have done without that two-hour flight. Uh, we need to take a break. It is also National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day. In honor of that, we will not be playing NWA for the bumper music. <laughs> and I do appreciate my law enforcement friends. It is National Apricot Day. I've never had one of those in my life. Oh, apricots are good, Delicious. especially if you get them like, like in the um, if you get like the dried apricot that comes almost like a fruit roll up. You can buy them at the grocery store. Oh, those are so good. Hmm. All right, I'll look into that. And it's National Static Electricity Day. I used to like rubbing a balloon and seeing your hair go up. A hot air balloon? Not a hot air balloon. Well, come over here. Your hair would catch fire, probably. Come over here, walk a couple steps on this carpet, and then try to touch one of our electronic equipment, because Mm. that'll get you every time. I kind of think we should all ride in a hot air balloon now. No. No. No, no. Do a remote PRL for a me. live show in a hot air balloon. Because the social content will be nothing but me screaming bloody murder and begging for somebody to get me out of there. Has Bryce Williams or Jeff Palumbo ever ridden in a hot air balloon? We will find out or when we one. return on Pirate Radio Live. We'll talk Pirate Baseball and more. Hour three on the way after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you ready and pre-approved if the home you want to purchase comes for sale today? Integrity Home Mortgage offers a wide variety of programs ranging from conventional, government, and portfolio loans. The Integrity Home Mortgage team of Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you deserve. Call them today at 252-714-2076. Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates Supporting Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday, hour number three. We've got Shirley Rhodes, the former long snapper, Chandler Honeycutt, the current long snapper, Alex Harper, also joining us here in the Pirate Radio studios, assistant ECU baseball coach Jeff Palumbo to talk some Pirate baseball one month out from that. Bryce Williams joining us as well in the Pirate Radio studios. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Good. Doing good. Good to see you, Bryce. Dry. Coach, yeah, welcome doing, in. Doing great. Doing great. Appreciate yeah. having me on. Ugly day. Uh, what kind of work can you get in on a day like today, Coach? Not a not a baseball day, but a uh, beautiful thing. We got those uh, nice indoor facilities now, so we're able to get get some work in. And, and actually, today was a, a scheduled off day, so some of the guys did did a bunch of stuff on their own and got their work in, got a good lift. So a lot, lot, of, lot of indoor time today. Yeah, I've uh, been keeping up with the guys and uh, I think started, what, last Friday? Getting back at it. School started on monday so is it is it full steam ahead right now is it all systems go for you guys yeah we're we're rolling right now we're in that phase where, where we can't be out there as a full team full unit you know in our 20 hour week that that hasn't come around yet that'll pick up on the 26th of january okay. but guys are in there we're getting we're getting our work we got a limited amount of time with them so we're working in more of a groups right i got the infielders and you know henry's got the got the hitters and uh, ak's got those pitchers rolling and so we're kind of in our groups getting uh, getting their work in but they're doing a great job you and Bryce uh, were talking a little pitching earlier. We'll talk to ECU pitching coach Austin Knight coming up on Thursday as far as getting ramped up for the season. How about for the position players? Uh, you don't just go get out there and go 100 miles an hour. you got to have some ramp-up time for them guys, too. So what are, what are those guys doing? We, we know about the pitchers warming up and getting ready for the season. How about the position players? Yeah, I mean, really, they, they tailor it back a little bit after our fall season, right? So they get they get a couple weeks to you know kind of get away, put put the bats up a little bit. Not Not long, right? It's about 10 days or so. And then they'll start getting in and, and getting some work back on, in, in on their own. So they, they've really been going since about the second week of December, right after exams kind of finish up. We we give them a good plan. The hard part about our sport is they they go away, they go home, right? So you know it's a month before we get going. They're uh, they're, they're going home for about two two and a half three weeks. So uh, but we have a great group of guys, and that's where, that's where that culture takes over. And we give them a really good game plan of, of baseball workouts, you know, strength and conditioning that Coach Wilson gives them. So they're rolling at home and, and checking in and and. The the older guys are checking in on the younger guys and and uh they, they came back in a really really good spot so really excited about where they're at right now and, and like you said we're not rolling out there and, and going right into playing we're kind of building up building up their legs and and uh but they're, they're in a really good spot i mean if we really needed to go out and play tomorrow in an inner squad I, I don't think we'd be too far off we're, we're not there yet we don't need to do that we won't do that till really the last weekend in january but uh, but they're um uh, excited really as a coach really excited about where we're at you know this time of year jeff palumbo joining us we've got a question 
question you can get it in on facebook youtube or x and uh coach as i look at this staff i love the continuity obviously with coach godwin coach palumbo coach knight uh returning but is this the deepest staff is this the most uh coaches you've had on the staff because you had the hitting coach uh, with henry lartigue i uh, love to see the name brian packard as a uh, student manager that's what he's listed at anyways uh but a lot of guys is this the most that's ever been on the staff yeah the office is uh office is full man we need that expansion so we can uh, get some extra offices rolling in there but yeah pack packs a solid addition as the uh your student assistant and and uh, he's done a great job man just the awesome person and just a fun personality to have in the in, in the office so it's uh yeah it's a, a lot a lot of young guys man he used to be the young guy now it's, uh, <laughs> now we got young guys all over the place which is uh, make makes for a lot of fun but uh, really 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 good group of guys great to have pack around uh full-time and great to have alec burleson around for a little bit uh gavin williams those guys what's it like seeing the former pirates come in even if they're just kind of there to observe but when you get them talking to the guys uh that's got to fire up the current players yeah, it's just it's just really cool, you know. Really, you know, we've been here now, you know, with with Coach Guy. We've been here now a decade, and mm. it's just really neat to see those guys, man. That you, you uh, recruit, come in, uh, they're they're a part of the program, have such an impact on the program, and and uh, just just get really through the the entirety of their careers here with us, and to see them go out and, and come back, right, and, and and give back to those guys, and having a bunch of professional baseball players around, and just having that mindset, right, of how they're working, how they're going about it, rubbing off. On, on the guys that are here and just seeing that culture continue to filter down it's it's really cool and then grows is uh josh grows has been been all over the place here yeah. and uh moylan's back he's he's swinging it um you know spivey was here all fall i mean just sitting down in the bullpen and uh you know just just giving those guys knowledge man showing them you know obviously his cutter really really uh had a huge impact here changed his career here with us and just kind of pass it along those little pieces of uh, wisdom to the guys has a huge huge uh plays a big role man for 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 all of us jeff Plumbo joining us uh bryce williams here ryan on youtube asking bryce did you play any baseball the farthest I got was C-Ball, which was like the machine. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> was, then, hey, those machines are tough to hit, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So after that, it kind of branched off to football, soccer, basketball. And not a ton of 6'6 baseball players out there. Maybe some pitchers, but not a ton of uh, – I know Richie Sexton. Remember That's him? It, first baseman? Absolutely. Uh, he was one of the tallest guys I can remember. I think you might have – Kind of a little too tall to play ball, Bryce. Yeah, and I'm gonna admit I'm kind of scared of that baseball. <laughs> yeah, no lie. Makes a lot of sense yeah. for a football player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You get crushed every play, and you're scared of the baseball. Hey, well, we're padded up. You know? <laughs> That's Y'all true. Have a, a helmet on, and everything else is exposed. So I like having some pads and face masks. There you get a little protection, right? Yeah. No question. Coach, I want to uh, jump around. Uh, let's jump around the infield. The guys you're working with. So once again, as far as your duties go, you uh, you work with the infielders correct that's correct. defense yep. and everything yep. and yep. uh uh so let's uh, let's kind of go around the horn here starting at first base and you mentioned josh moylan and, and loved having josh in here to talk about uh what he could do defensively really improved in that area in his career now we're looking at uh what carter cunningham cam clunch those guys over at first uh certainly can do it with the bat uh what do you think about those guys defensively 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, it's that, that's a position, right? You you look up and you're going to have a new face over there, and and uh, Josh did such a great job over the last you know two three years over there for us, and, and and as you mentioned, really evolved defensively, which was cool to see. And um, you know, but Carter is uh, kind of making that transition a little bit from right field that he played for us every day last year, and getting in the infield, and he's just a, a baseball player, high IQ guy, and you know, a, a guy we felt like sliding over there, played a little bit of it in junior, junior college, and just kind of wanted to see throughout the fall. And uh, I think he was a little bit hesitant just because he had gotten so comfortable in right field uh, initially. But um, I told him, I said, hey, man, just I need you to embrace it and, and let, let's see. Because uh, I just really felt like good athlete. He could he could make that transition pretty easily and has done a really nice job. Cam Clanch has obviously been over there going into year four um, as as well. So, you know, a veteran over there, that experience. So in a good place, we slid, you know, kind of moved some guys around over there. Chaz Myers is taking some ground balls over there um, as well as third base and Colby Walls is doing the same thing so like a lot of the positions in the infield we have some depth and uh, a lot a lot of great options but uh, but those are the four that have been kind of working out over there on a daily basis at second uh, Jacob Starling looks like a guy that, that could have a pro future what have you worked on with him this offseason yeah just just trying to continue to be consistent you, you know stars made some huge strides defensively in his career here and, and and proud of the work that he's put in he's obviously a great offensive player you know, tremendous athlete but just kind of embracing that defensive position and I think you you know, kind of being uh, behind Connor Norby when he was here, kind of watching Connor continue to evolve defensively throughout his his career. He knew uh, that was that was an area if he wanted to ultimately be the player that he wanted to be, he needed to continue to work as well. So the the double play turn, continue to work on that with him, and and uh, you know I feel like Star can make every play there is. He's such a great player, and now just trying to continue to see how consistent we can get at executing. Uh, Shaq at short. Joey Barini, Joey uh, Joey's back at shortstop. Man, excited to have him back. Obviously, had a little bit of of an injury um, that he's bouncing back from, but he's getting in a good place with his health. And uh, you know, obviously, we have Nate Chrisman as well that's returning. That, that that's taking a lot of reps over there, and then Nick Parham, a, a freshman, um, that uh, we're really excited about his future as well. So those those three have been taking reps over there at shortstop. And of course, Alec Makarevich uh, transferring. Dixon Williams uh, is he the guy you're looking at at third right now? Yeah, Dixon's doing a great job over there really I thought Dixon had a tremendous end of his fall season uh, really came on and, and uh, a, lot, a lot of uh, times with these young guys getting that just having that year underneath them and I'm sure that's in you know, any sport right getting had the freshman year underneath you and, and being able to you know just know what the coaches are going to ask of you on a daily basis know what drills come in next know what you know makes coach happy what doesn't make him happy and uh, you know a- able to navigate things a little bit more efficiently and I thought it really showed up halfway through the fall this year and, and Dixon uh, made, made some huge jumps so excited about what he's done at third base and like I said Chaz and Col- Chaz Myers Colby Wallace have been over there working as well and uh, you know Parker Parker Bird's getting some reps over there as well continuing to uh, to figure things out for himself and doing an awesome job uh, any other infielders we didn't mention? No, I got some freshmen, you know, that, that yeah. are continuing to work, and, and Isaac Armstrong's, you know, working behind Starling there at second base, so he's a freshman as well. So, you know, like I said, these guys have come back in a really good spot. So excited to keep it rolling. So if, uh, if Parker, we talked about him uh, at the plate some, if, if he gets in the field, he's uh, over at third? So. That's where he's been taking reps. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's still, uh, you know, uh, uh, really he's he's uh, a high IQ kid, man. So just trying to figure out where, where he feels best right now, but that's where he feels most comfortable. Nice. Uh, and, Jeff, I say this a lot, the – 
the pregame is just something to witness you guys do it so pure 100 percent every time are there ever screw-ups behind the scenes on that like do you guys <laughs> practice your infield and stuff pregame? we do we, well we do we practice it right it's, it's something we do uh, yeah i was telling bryce beforehand we every friday saturday sunday throughout the preseason we'll we'll enter squad and we really try to make it like a game day so we're, we're getting those reps in every friday and sunday usually we'll, we'll roll with with the pregame infield outfield so yeah. they're getting it uh half dozen times or so we'll get us some more practice so it's really actually just a good a good practice segment to uh to continue to get the guys moving and talking communicating and you know as you see the pace is pretty good so it gets the guys ready to roll you are a ground ball hitting robot uh <laughs> talked to yeah talked to mully and uh he said i think he said out at conley they now have a machine uh, yeah. that'll do it and uh that's just that takes all the fun out of yeah, it. Yeah, right? it does. We'll, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it a little bit in practice. We'll oh. use the machines, and that's more out of rep, you know, for yeah. repetition, right? Trying to we have all those infielders we just talked about. Trying to make sure that they're getting their their work in. So we'll roll with the machines. But no, nah, I'm, I'm I'm with you. I love love to hit the fungo. That's what I was thinking. I couldn't remember the name of the funny bat. That's it. <laughs> you know, got it. Was the fungo. There you go. <laughs> How long did it take you to be a fungo expert, Coach? Oh, you get it right I don't away? know, I'm expert, but uh, it's it, uh, pretty pretty quick yeah. to be quite honest with you. It's one of those things you're. You can get better at it, but you're either either pretty good at it, or you see some guys you pick that thing up. And uh, we actually just talking in the office yesterday about it, about how we use the machines. It used to be all pitchers, right? The pitchers during practice would hit the fungos of the infielders because, okay. hey, man, as a pitcher, you know you want those guys being able to field your ground balls, right? And, and so you're trying to. But uh, now we've gone to more machines because those pitchers aren't aren't quite as efficient at it as, as you may like them to be. I, I was always impressed as a kid if the coach could hit the pop up to the catcher a, rather yeah, than throw it. Yeah, 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 no doubt. That's that's the one, man. That's, you can really finish with that one. We, I don't, I don't hit it here. In all honesty, uh, the, the biggest reason I don't hit it here is because you, you you miss it. And we're we're fortunate we got the net here. But you go to some places on the road and the fans aren't really paying attention. Right? All of a sudden you hit somebody on the top of the head. That's not really not really a good way to start things out. Uh, Coach, can you hang out another segment with us? Absolutely. All right, we'll do that. Yeah. If you uh, Jamie's got a few questions, we'll pass those along to Coach Palumbo and Bryce. Uh, I'm not going to let you get out of here without telling us your deer stories because we've gone like a month yeah and you've got some uh, some stuff to talk about pirate radio outdoors wise so we'll do that and have more with coach Plumbo, bryce williams and the crew when we return pirate radio live on a tuesday back with you after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all your fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, you can kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville, along with 18 TVs, so you don't miss a second of college basketball or wildcard weekend. 
They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at Buck. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Rock. All right, back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday talking some pirate baseball with Jeff Palumbo, Bryce Williams hanging out inside the Pirate Radio studios. And, uh, Coach, a couple of questions from YouTube. Um, I'll ask the question. Don't know if we'll get a good answer. Does Coach ever butt heads with Cliff on anything? Different philosophies come into play. Uh, what's that uh, relationship been like with you guys? Not one time in a whole decade. Wow. <laughs> no. How about that? <laughs> How about that? No, we, we uh, you know, it's, it's uh, I, I think when you're, when you're a part of a coaching staff, you're always going to have, right, um, different different opinions i think even as a uh i think as a head coach you probably should should want that out of your assistant coaches and as assistant coach you should have your own opinions now obviously there's always um there's always the boss right you know and and so it's it's i think a relationship where you get a chance to uh to to, to talk through some things and and uh, work through it and work through different uh, opinions and different different things regarding the team or recruiting or whatever it may be but uh, ultimately you, you walk out of the the, the discussion and uh want to be on the same page right and I think that um, you know comes across to the team or, or in recruiting or however however it goes. But obviously we've been together, you know, a decade now, and and uh, it's been uh, been a heck of a run, a lot of fun. So I know Cliff's glad to have you here. Pirate fans certainly are because every year your name comes up as a candidate, and uh, I'm going to assume you've had opportunities to to go elsewhere. But how about your decision to remain here as an assistant here at East Carolina? Yeah, I, I think like like I said, we've been here now a, a decade, and and uh, you know I, I just really appreciate um, you know again being being at a place that uh, how how much they put into baseball, you know, and how much they support us and the fan base, and you know all, all of those things go into it. There's a, as I've said before, there's a ton of layers to to those things, and um, I'm just really appreciative of of uh, Coach Godwin giving me the opportunity and and us continuing to build the program, um, you know, from day one. And, and feel like it's in an awesome place and you know we have not obviously achieved the the ultimate goal of winning you know going to Omaha winning a national championship but feel like we're in a great spot to continue to grow and continue to get better and and uh, really feel like if we continue to put our, ourselves in, in the position that we've been doing it's it's going to happen and and uh, you know I'm just thankful to be a part of it and yes there's been opportunities but just from a personal standpoint a professional standpoint uh, my family we're, we're in a great spot here and uh, we love love being pirates talking to jeff palumbo inside the pirate radio studios and uh you know ecu football going through a a rough season they're trying to get out of that turn it around east carolina baseball has been a machine winning games but you don't just roll the ball out there and get wins so yeah how do you you stay motivated every year coach i one of the things has got to be new players rolling in so they're hungry they're ready to win but can't rest on your laurels right so how do you how do you keep that uh, that carrot at the end of the stick and get better and better yeah, I think, you know, I think every person's different. You know, I, I think every person's different. I, I mean, for me, we haven't, you know, we set a goal when we got here and, and we haven't achieved that, right? right? So uh, I think that is motivation in and of itself. And, um, you know, I, I think we've had a couple scenario, season-ending scenarios that were, were tough, right? 16 at Texas Tech happened pretty quick. You know, we, we got into a really good spot quickly in our time here and, you know, came up, uh, could could taste it, you, you know, could re- and, and uh, th- those things are motivating. You know, it's, it's um, it, I don't know how everybody looks at it, but to me, at the end of every year, it's like, okay, well, how do we improve? How do we get better? How do we take the next step? And 
again, bouncing those ideas as a coaching staff off of each other. And, you know, to your point, you're out recruiting and it's a new group. So you're trying to figure out how are these pieces going to come together to, you know, continue to put us in that spot and, and you continue to develop your culture. And I think you guys have, have um, you know, come to find out that, that obviously Coach Gowan does a tremendous job with our culture and, and uh, the guys, you know, that's, again, having those guys come back into our facility and continuing to pass those things down and being able to tell stories, right, about those guys maybe not having success or battling adversity, but ultimately getting, you know, this program where it is and, and uh, personally excelling as well. So being able to pass those on to, to the younger guys and the new guys, I mean, all of those things have a, have a huge impact. And uh, you, you year in and year out, just want to continue to continue to grow and get better and hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll knock down that door to Omaha. Yeah, ECU baseball is the definition of a winning culture. And you do that, you know, cultivating, getting young guys in and, and coaching them up to when they're juniors and seniors but also the transfer portal is out there those guys are out there so what are those conversations like with you and coach goblin and the staff bringing in uh, guys from the portal because you don't want to miss out on talent if it's available. So how do you balance that? For sure. I mean, I think you always you always balance it out with your needs, right? What what, what are the needs? And and you know, it's it used to be right. You're going to go the JUCO route if you want to get older. You're going to go 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 to the JC route and you know start out in the fall and and, and you know kind of predict out what needs you have. I mean, our sports a little bit different because you have that draft that's sitting out there and it's not as cut and dry, right? Our guys don't necessarily have to you know say, hey, I'm I'm, I'm going to the draft. It's 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 up in the air right up until late you know middle of the summertime so you're trying to figure out are these guys going to be taken are they not going to be taken are they signed not signed right so you're trying to put all these things together so it's it's not an easy thing to navigate but you know at the end of the day it's it's trying to figure out with our needs what's going to be the best position is it a junior college player is it another young player coming in as a freshman or is it the transfer portal and you know for us if it's going to be the transfer portal it's they're going to have to fit you know kind of our, our our things that we want to bring into the program and that's you know quality people obviously being a great player is going to start the process but they're quality people and they're committed to their academics and doesn't mean they have to be perfect students but they could come in and buy into what we do and how we do it and take pride in in what they're doing academically and get get a great degree uh jamie on youtube asking a question uh he never got to ask what was uh coach p's thoughts when he saw bryson worrell being walked to first base in 2022 had never seen that before. It became a national story. I guess he's talking about when the umpire sure. pushed him along. I believe. <laughs> what was your uh, your take? Yeah, on that? I was watching the ball, so I I, I <laughs> never saw. I mean, in, in all honesty, a lot of times, uh, you know, I, I might you know when, when the game gets done and you, you, you you've uh, you know finished things up and, and you get you know get home and, and grab your phone, you get on social media, you start to come across things. You're like, I was at that game. I had no <laughs> idea that even transpired. So you know, so that happens all the time, and that was one of those because I turn and I'm watching the ball and. You know, at that point, you know that ball's out, and and uh, you know it's, you know, I don't know. For me, it got it, it got turned into something. I don't think it's that huge of a thing. That umpire's just trying to make sure that you know nothing happens after the fact, right? You know, he's trying to, he's trying to avoid you know guys throwing at guys later on, and and uh, trying to, in all honesty, protect our protect the players. Not ideal, but not maybe not an ideal way to do it. But that's what he was going for. Another odd viral moment was in the conference tournament when Josh Groves fed a teammate uh, a sandwich and oh, yeah. was a. Uh, what was your take on Sandwich Gate? Um, just 
I can't believe this happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, number one, what's going on, right? And so I'm on the other side of the field, and yeah. you know, I've known I've known the uh, the South Florida assistant for a while. He's a junior college coach, great guy, and so he's over there, and we got a good relationship. So you know, we're playing them. I'll I'll be talking to him, you know, and so the game stops, right? And and the umpires are over there, and you're trying to figure out like what is going on right now, and and uh, he's looking at me, he's like, what's happening? I'm like, I think they just threw one of our guys out, and and just trying to figure out who it was, quite honestly, and, and just again, can't can't. I mean, I've been in a lot of baseball fields in my lifetime. I've I've never seen that. So yeah. again, hey, you never know what you're gonna see when you show up at the yard. Can't use a prop, and apparently a sandwich is a prop. That's uh, <laughs> there yeah. you go. I guess so. Uh, Jeff Palumbo joining us inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Bryce, uh, any baseball questions for Coach Palumbo? Mm, I'm gonna keep pondering. <laughs> How about this? Did you uh, you ever play football growing up, Coach? Never played football, basketball, uh, a little bit of soccer when I was young, but uh, love love hoops. So never no, never uh, never football. Mama always wanted to protect us. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, how about the schedule this year? Once again, sets up. You look at the preseason polls, and you've got I think like seven teams from the Carolinas, five from the state of North Carolina, and you'll see I think every one of those teams other than Wake Forest on your schedule. So you like the way it sets up again for you guys? Yeah, I mean, you always want to play great teams, and we're very fortunate. We don't have to travel real far to do it. And, and I, I've said, you know, recruited down in Florida, recruited in Virginia's and in North Carolina, but this this area here, the, the North Carolina area, is just such, you know, so many great programs, so many great coaching staffs, so many great players, and um, it just makes it a lot uh, It makes it a lot of fun. Obviously, it's challenging. You know, it's, it's challenging because, obviously, when it comes down to regional time, hosting, right, I mean, they don't – they don't ideally want to give out too many in a, in a too close of an area, so it's good. You know, we get a chance to, to square off and play a lot of those those clubs. So when it comes down to it, right, we, we got a chance to settle it on the field, and um, you know, I think that's that's the, a, 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 the beautiful part about where we are uh, geographically and wh- where you are with all these teams. You know, I'm, I'm sure uh, you know. In, the college football world uh, uh, there was a lot of talk i think they would have liked to have settled it on the field with some of those teams they were picking to who was going to get in that final four so we're fortunate we're gonna get a chance to to go play a lot of great teams uh tyler says how about the elon game last year who was going to help coach if you and godwin got tossed from the game uh, now i have no cliff has been ejected uh here and there have you you haven't been ejected from a game here have you i have not been ejected yeah. no i've not not been ejected we we get a little bit more uh we have to sit out a few more games i think than coach godwin so there's a little, little bit mm. more of a more of a penalty to it as an assistant i, I believe so um so yeah i try 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 to stay in the game i feel like that's the, the best way to go about it he's got to protect our guys a little bit yeah. more right a little bit different situation which is you know normally when he's uh you know go, going through that process of getting thrown out it's it's to to back our guys and protect our guys and i know he'll do it if it's if it's if it calls for that and uh yeah so try to try to stay in the baseball game and uh make, make it as easy as possible get the w another unique one was josh moylan getting tossed from a game that had already ended yeah we actually just talked that came up in a team meeting uh came up in a team meeting this uh you know the other day and um yeah that one happened quick that one happened quick it went from all right we got a chance to win this baseball game to uh you know a call call questionable call from the umpire and uh those guys getting chucked out and having to sit out a couple games so yeah we, we went south pretty quick there for the pirates josh uh, learned his lesson said he would never draw a line in the dirt again but uh that, that's what happened hey, that's it uh, <laughs> heat of the moment that's right hey, uh, hey, maturing maturing brandon manny we just brought your name up uh during the break brandon we we're talking about uh who could throw better bp you or molly uh brandon said more household excitement for greenville little league or ecu this spring 
Well, it's funny. Well, uh, we had a half day of school today, thanks to the, the the weather the weather outside. So we scooped the kids up, and I had to scoop them up, and right, you rearrange the schedules. And uh, my son's team is uh, he's on the Coke team, so we're all he's all he's got red everywhere, right? He's got red everywhere, and we're getting ready to go up to them. I'm taking him to the facility to go get some swings, and you know, my my wife looks at him and says, "You can't you can't wear that there." And, <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, no, it's Coke. It's good. It's good. So a lot, a lot of excitement. Obviously, Greenville Little League is uh, in. in incredible and super fortunate and and uh the, the, they they do an incredible job with that league and uh we're he's excited to be a part of it no doubt i always thought it was cool after a win or a, a tough loss uh you would be out there throwing some bp to your kid after the game and uh i've seen him he's 10 years old now gosh I, yeah i got 10 7 and 5 so we're rolling man. yeah wow. yeah about yep. to put together a whole infield that's coach. it that's the hey that's their uh their favorite time and they love pirate baseball but they really love that time on that field so yes, it's sir. cool a lot of fun looking forward to it jeff palumbo joining us here inside the pirate radio studios uh final thoughts coach what do you want to see uh when you guys find finally get going here in uh in late january what do you want to see from this team and accomplish before you you get on the field for the uh for the real games in february yeah i think like i said i'm really excited about this group and i'm sure we'll talk more about it but super mature great leadership um and in all honesty where they're at right now uh makes you proud as a coach and excited really really excited to, to fire it up and get going so we want them to continue to bring that every day and coach continue to focus on that we talk about it right getting one percent better every day and if, if this group does that it's going to be be a lot of a lot of fun at Clark Claire, so we'll continue to push him in that way. Coach, thanks for uh, hanging out with us. Who's uh, going to win the Super Bowl this year? Mm, I think the 49ers are the best team right now. They look good. And uh, have you ever been in a hot air balloon? I have not. I heard that segment. I will. Uh, I have not, and uh, don't don't plan to do. Yeah, that. Bryce, you ever been in a hot air balloon? I actually have been in a hot. Have air you? Yeah, in Arizona, and uh, I think it was like an anniversary or something when I was out there. And uh, I will say, if you ever go in a hot air balloon, stand under, like, the shield. Don't, like, stand off to the side where you're not got anything over your head. Because I tell Warm. you what, it gets real hot. The real plane. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, and there's the good people... news is, you know, that's working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, stand under, like, the shield. At least ours had one. Because people who were not, they were not comfortable. So, what yeah. did you think of the experience? Would you recommend it? Was yeah, it... I mean, it's very neat. Yeah. It, it, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. It was cool. Man. Yeah, the yeah. basket was big. It's more people than you think. Yeah. Um, Do you have any about... food, drinks up there, anything going on? Maybe I, maybe you could bring a water or something. <laughs> okay. But um, right. it, it's pretty cool. All right. I'm going to need some yeah. drinks if I'm up in that bed. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, coach, enjoyed it. We'll, uh, we'll see you at Media Day. Absolutely. Appreciate weeks. you having me on. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back more with Bryce Williams. we got to go Pirate Radio Outdoors. We'll get Bryce's thoughts. Bryce picks games on if he's got former teammates or buddies playing on the team. So we'll run through the games, and you can pick out your old teammates. And uh, we'll talk NFL playoffs when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday after this. listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture? 
erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. We got the former football player, Bryce Williams, and we were talking baseball earlier, and we're going to talk basketball now because Bryce told a good high school basketball story during the break. <laughs> you can tell it briefly, Bryce. So late in the game, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, uh, what's the score? Was, or how much oh, you Oh, gosh. Are you up? I think we were down a smidgey, like just down a little bit to where like free throws were almost okay. going to determine the game. So they miss a shot. Big Bryce, of course, rips down the rebound. Mm-hmm. And, and we see these scenarios every game, late in the game, and, and guys are going after a guy that's got the ball. At the worst, they'll call a jump ball, but nine times out of ten, they call a foul on the defender. Mm-hmm. Well, what'd they call in this case? They called the foul on the man who was who got the rebound. What they said? Were you swinging your elbows? I don't or? know what it was, but it was. A, You're still mad about it. I know that. Yeah, I was <laughs> sour. I mean, it was my senior year. Uh, you know, we made it to the first round playoffs, and you know, down to the wire. You know, it was one on one situations. So I get the rebound. And it was a scrum getting the ball, and then all of a sudden, no, no, and then foul. I think I was number forty. 40 white or forty black, whatever color I was, and uh, I lost it. I was so mad. Did you say anything to the uh, ref? I should have because here's the here's the bad part of it. That was my fifth foul. Oh no! I didn't even get to finish the game, and oh. it was still it was like maybe like four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Oh man! You know, so that even made it worse. So I was absolute heated. And you were already thinking. You you said that hey, it's one and one. I'm about to sink these. Oh yeah. Like you Without already had that in your mind. Oh for sure. And instead, you're riding the pine. Yeah, riding the pine. Saying goodbye to your career. Exactly. I mean, who knows what would have happened? We could have won state. You could have that ref. I tell you what. I I'm just sometimes. Do you know? I do my best sportsmanship. I can. Yeah. Sometimes I regret being too respectful <laughs> to people who don't deserve the respect. Hey, four minutes left. You had enough time to get tossed and, and get a uh, technical. Right. Your team could still come back. Right. You should have <laughs> should have made a scene out there. I know. All right, Bryce Williams joining us inside the Pirate Radio studios. We have neglected Pirate Radio outdoors, so you got a lot to catch us up on, Bryce. And the last time we did a a segment with you. You had yet to kill a deer. I had yet to kill a deer because I killed my first deer December 8th. And that's when we got by. Y'all just missed me. Man. Then so you me again. You killed number one December 8th. December was there one 8th. after that? So there was. So, you know, December 8th was the first one. You know, a doe, last light. Hey, always fortunate to harvest an animal and uh, shot me a doe. And I was so anxious to tell Clip. Hey man, I'm off. I'm on the board, but he just <laughs> overlooked me or something. I did. I did. That's on me. <laughs> and uh, so did that. So in the meantime, you know, we go to the beach for New Year's. You know, keep in mind, deer season is over. It was over January second. So mm. you know, whatever. I shot a deer. Great. Done with that one. Um, kind of let the you know holidays take its place. Went to the beach. Had an epic day with Jake trout fishing um so that was exciting so i said man if i can just get a deer towards the last of the season this would be great well sure enough monday 
aka New Year's Day, mm-hmm. I said, well, I'm going to slip in because I said, you know what? I can't go Tuesday afternoon because guess what? I had pot radio. So I was like, well, hey, this will be great. I'll get a deer New Year's Day. And then I get to tell it on Tuesday. Well, I did get to do, I got the deer. Good news. Got the deer. But I didn't get to tell my story. But sure enough, it was last light yet again. Normally those deer crossed around 445, 5 o'clock, plenty of daylight. Um, but, man, did they bring it down to the wire. And uh, fortunate enough, you know, a group of does came through and picked out a you know, mature doe and that was all she wrote. So Man. now I got plenty of back straps, gonna make some deer jerky, and uh, on to small game fishing, and then turkey season in spring. What uh, what small game are you looking at now? Uh, if I get bored on a Saturday, I may go meander out in the woods and squirrel hunt or something. Maybe I see a rabbit or something. What do you do with the squirrel? Eat it. What do you? How do you eat that? Prepare that. Um, Typically, I'll just like grill it or pan fry it. I need to get a little creative because I mean, you can make like squirrel stew, almost like a dump, chicken and dumplings, but like squirrel and dumplings. Hmm. Could do that route or different things. I like to, you know, experiment. So this will be, <coughs> you know, was experience, speaking of experimenting, you know, this will be my first like run at making deer jerky. So um, I'm kind of anxious to see what uh, recipes to come up with. All right. Uh, Bryce Williams, Pirate Radio Outdoors. Anything else to report? Um, two deer and an epic day of trout fishing. Epic day of trout fishing. We had a fish fry that day. Watched oh, the man. games. It, I mean, it was good. It's been good. It's been good on the outdoors to me. Um, I'm gun shopping constantly, so just in the hunt for a new gun. Well, uh, congratulations. Thank you on a good season. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, what's the next? Uh, the next. I don't know. What's like the the next big date? in so, the hunt and fishing you know, world i actually just I, i'm i'm ashamed i forgot it's there's it's duck season now too, okay at the end of the month so uh i haven't gotten to wood water water yet but i'm on the gun so kind of make sure with duck season so um next big date will be the end of the end of january when duck season runs out um so i got a few more times left to go with that um hope i can get out there and you know shoot a couple and then also after duck season, that's when you still have rabbit and squirrel, which is fun. I'd go on a rabbit hunt if someone offered um, just to get out in the woods. But then it'll really be getting ready for, um, it'll be obviously fishing year-round, but ready for uh, turkey in late April. All right, there you go. Bryce Williams, Pirate Radio Outdoors. We'll take a timeout, come back, talk some NFL playoffs, and have more for you on Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. It was a mixed day for the stock market today. The Dow fell 157 points and finished at 37,525. However, the NASDAQ was up 13 at 14,857. The S&P dropped 7 points 
finished out the day at 4,756. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. On a Tuesday, NFL playoffs mm. coming up this weekend uh, and on into Monday. It is Super Wild Card Weekend with a couple of games on Saturday, three on Sunday, one on Monday. And Bryce, let's get to those games. You've uh-huh. got the Dallas Cowboys, who are undefeated at home this year, taking on the Green Bay Packers, who are maybe a little bit ahead of schedule. Uh, very young team. But made it in. It'll be Green Bay at Dallas. Uh, who you got? Um, honestly, I'm gonna go Green Bay because I'm just not a Cowboys fan. That's what I like you to know, hear. And old Kurt Ben Kurt was with the Packers, so some relation there. All right. So I'm going Packers there. All right. Next, we got Rams at Lions. You uh, so spent some time there. Yeah. So I mean, obviously the Rams. I want to pull for them there because there's still some guys who are still playing there that I know. You know, Jared Goss with the Lions. So, I'm going to go Rams. Going Rams. That's uh, That should be a fun one. That should be a shootout, yeah. hopefully, coming up on Sunday night. Monday night, mm-hmm. Eagles 1-5 in their last six games. They, mm-hmm. they really uh, struggled down the stretch. Tampa gets in because, well, they, they did enough, but they won a very weak division. But because they won their division, they get a home game here. Mm-hmm. Eagles are a road favorite by three in this game bryce what do you think mm, that's a tough one um i'm gonna go old john wofford you know who i was with at the af he was he's now with, he's with tampa bay so you know we'll go tampa bay all right i know you there. baker mayfield uh yeah. in the playoffs how about that all right to the afc we go joe flacco 16 years older than cj stroud uh, so you've got the old and the young mm. in Houston Man. for this matchup. Uh, what is the line on this game? It's got to be pretty close. I will check it uh, right now because uh, these teams are uh, pretty even, I would say. Browns certainly uh, have the edge defensively. Cleveland is a two-and-a-half point road favorite. Mm. I'm going to go... Old CJ, he's a good fella from what I've been seeing. But I think it's just cool with that old Flacco because it always reminds me of the replacements. Um, yeah. Falco. Right? <laughs> Shane Falco. Shane Falco. <laughs> so, you know, old Flacco. Um, come Who off. literally was a replacement right. this year. So, and he was off the couch. I'm going, you know, I see some success for the old Browns. I'm going for a little Flack. All right, uh, Miami, you were talking about your brother uh, uh, looking forward to some Dolphins football. He'd be looking forward to it more if uh, they'd have won on Sunday night and beat the Bills because yeah. they would have been at home. They would have had their sunglasses on oh, and man. their umbrella Sweet. drinks. Yeah. And, <laughs> but instead, they are going to Frigid KC <laughs> to take on the Chiefs. Man, I think my dad and brother would probably disown me if I chose the Chiefs over the Dolphins. 
And I like the Dolphins more than the Chiefs anyways. Just, you know. So, I'm going Dolphins. All right. And finally, Bills. Big favorites over the Steelers. Mm. Uh, could it be Josh Allen and the Bills year to get to Man. that Super Bowl? Pittsburgh, uh, you give them credit for getting here. They have done it with like four different quarterbacks. Right. I think Mason Rudolph is the latest. Uh, but the Bills are big favorites. I think I'm gonna, it's tough. Obviously, Josh Allen did a little workout with him in Wyoming. Um, but my... Yeah, I guess you could say uh, one of my buddies I trained with in uh, Tennessee, Miles Killebrew, number 28. I think he's like a strong safe or something, but he's with Pittsburgh. So I'm going Pittsburgh. Miles Killebrew. All right. Where'd he go to school? Small, Southern Utah. Okay. All right. And uh, he is a Steeler. There you go. Yeah. All right. We're pulling for Killebrew and the Steelers coming up on sunday good stuff bryce uh did you watch any of the championship last night i actually did i wanted to go watch it i watched it with a buddy of mine and then finished at the house um that was a good game that was i mean of course i was i wanted uh michigan to win didn't i say that so i ended up winning i got one of my my predictions right is that only because you could say ecu lost to the champion or well i am just because ecu played them and yeah you know, Michigan, I think their uniforms are cool. And Washington, the helmets. I feel like always blows it in the playoffs, and yet again they did. So, I was right on that. All right. Yeah, Michigan wins it. Now we are on to 2024. And next year, Bryce, a 12-team playoff. Is that what it We're is? done with the four. We're on to 12. Goodness gracious. What do you think about that? So, wait, so when will the national championship be? Great question. We talked about it earlier in the show. Uh, the setup is, let me go down to December in my ca- trusty calendar here, Bryce. So, they're going to start playing on, yeah, you know what? I should just pull up the schedule. <laughs> Dang, darn it. I mean, 12, I mean, that's because the playoffs go for what? Carry on two weeks. Is that right? Well, now it's going to be four weeks. Yeah, so this is going to be what end of January. Uh, it's going to be yeah, like uh, it's basically one more week. Uh, okay. So they're going to play a little earlier, and then uh, what is this thing doing uh, fireworks on my screen for? I know mine did that when I typed in national championship. It did the Michigan stuff. Uh let's see where. Goodness gracious, I can't oh, find gosh. anything. <laughs> He's falling apart, Chandler. Chandler! Why are you rubbing your ass, Chandler? Why'd you just yawn? <laughs> Help me out, Chandler! Look, he know what's helping you. Alright. Friday, December Studio B. One game. Friday, December 20th. Three games. Saturday, the 21st. So that'll be round oh, one. Oh wow. Quarterfinals. Mm. One game. Tuesday, New Year's Eve. Three games. New Year's Day. Semifinals. So they avoid the NFL playoffs Thursday, January 9th, and Friday, January 10th. And then the championship will be Monday, January 20th. 20th. Yep. Neato. Glad I found that. Bryce, thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for having me. Have a good week. Y'all too. Don't blow away. I hope not. Some crazy weather. Mm -hmm. Uh, We will see you fine folks Wednesday, 3 o'clock, for an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live for Shirley Rhodes. A harp. Sean. Bryce, I'm Cliff Brock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.